Yeah, g'day. How are you? It's Joy here from Stacks once again. Another good show coming up. We're going to start seeing these shows a lot more regular now that we've got the studio up and running. Welcome to another edition of Stacks. Now, before we get into it, I just want to thank the guys once again from the 6030. Always got cold beer. Go down and see Ian Strover and his crew down there. Always got the best place. Once again, I've said it before it's like a 90s hotel go back it's just like the golden era of music down there every saturday night you're going to see uh live music happening down there courtesy of uh mr andrew dopel who's doing a lot of work behind the scenes down there to make sure the live music happens uh, and you're going to see a lot of bands that are coming up soon on november 17 which will be the spring it on festival happening from 11 a.m in the morning through to 11:45 p.m once again folks that is over 12 hours of music live music we're going to have bands like apple bite kobishi the guys from uh, the guys from Blind Spot, Extortia, um, Incomplete, you name it, they're all going to be down there. Chisanga Katongo, one of Australia's premier hip hop artists, was graceful enough to be on the podcast only a few uh, the, the previous podcast to this one. So uh, get yourselves uh, on down to the sixty thirty. Support local music as they support you. Make sure you get down there on a Saturday night. Take your friends down, let your hair out, and rock and roll. Also, we're also mentioning the feature film coming up, which is Anticipation. Written, directed, and even filmed by Mr. Peter Renzillo. Keep your ears to the ground. Go to the Facebook page. Look up Anticipation feature film uh, written by Mr. Peter Renzillo. You may know him from uh, Paul Mac and the music scene around Perth. The guy's a dead set legend. Go like the Facebook page. Give him some love, and uh, he'll, he'll keep you posted on that as to when the release of Perth's very own rock and roll film will be released here in Western Australia. Well, I was fortunate enough to have the guys in the studio from Immolation Scene. To be honest, I didn't know a lot about these guys leading into this uh, into this podcast, but I, I left the podcast knowing a lot more about them. Very interesting guys, very funny guys. Look, the conversation just went from, from weird to weirder. So uh, strap your seatbelt in, have a bit of a listen, and check it out. Put your hands together, we'll give them a big warm welcome for the guys from Immolation Scene. Do you feel a bit... Hey, boys! Play the music! Yes, g'day, and I am back in the fucking studio with a couple of lads here from a band called The Immolation Scene. I'm here with Alex and I'm here with Jamie. Hi, boys. Yeah, pretty good, eh? Pretty yeah, good. fucking not bad, Colin. Oz as. What's going on? So, uh, mate, you, you've been playing around town a bit. Uh, great to get you in the studio. I've been uh, pretty keen to uh, get you in here for a while, but... Uh, <laughs> No, we're all we're all playing an event coming up soon, so I'm trying to get obviously a lot of the bands in and uh, have a chat to them. That way, if you listen to this show, like all my two podcast listeners, make sure you get yourselves down to the sixty thirty coming up soon. Just a big shout out to the sixty thirty thirty six Baltimore Parade Meriwa. They have got the Spring It On Festival coming up soon on the seventeenth of November. You're going to be able to catch bands like the Immolation Scenes, and we have Jamie and Alex in from that band, lads. So. Alex, what do you do? What's your role, brother? Well, 
I sing and play guitar, and it mainly fills the void for an, an empty life of joblessness and um, drug. What's the opposite of like? What's the the suffix that means lots of lots of drugs? We, um, we say plenty. Heaps. Heaps. We started off going like fuckload, shit ton. Yeah. There's like plenty. Shit ton. But <laughs> I, I don't actually do drugs, just in case anyone's you know cares. Yeah. If, yeah. If the, well, uh, you got plenty of time left. You're only young. So he wants uh, to get his kids back, so if you know he can't be on them. So. No, no, not if that's the case. Yeah, no. Straight to one eighty for you, my friend. <laughs> so, uh, and and Jamie, what's your role in the band, brother? Uh, I play bass and it's a bit questionable if i play it or not and then um i think yelling in the background like i'm like a hype man almost but not really yeah right um but yeah i sing a bit of back in and uh so do you do a bit of like oh, i, I can do it like i try and harmonize but then half the time i just sing exactly what alex is singing in the same key like i don't know why i do it but it's just so oh. you're the thickener you're the yeah thickener. we'll call it that yeah <laughs> like i sing singing outwards and he sings like breathing inwards and like fucking <laughs> It's, yeah. a, it's just a clusterfuck, like. <laughs> Sounds awesome. Yeah, and, sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Well, how long have you been playing around Perth? Uh, the, the, uh, like, I've seen you guys, I've seen the name around for a while, so... The like, bands? Three, four years? Like, or? so, I met Alex at TAFE back in 2014. Yeah. And, um... Was that at Leaderville? Did you guys go there? Yeah, yeah. that's the one. <laughs> um, and then, so... Shout out to Phil and Gus. Oh, yeah. Oh, sick, sick cunts. Um, but, you know, so we, yeah, met there and, uh... And I think he hated me at first because me and uh, some other guy asked him to meet a band and I think he was really reluctant to say yes, but I think everyone was a bit intimidated by him because he was just that kid that sat in the corner and fucking just looked down and didn't fucking speak to any... Yeah, it wasn't even, sta- was even stared at people. He just fucking just didn't really, you know, engage with other people. But I um, looked down on them. Because you're a fucking dick. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you just thought like, the whole time, it was like... Think fuck like we've got gun control in this country like when like did you because I've had people I've looked at oh, no, I, and I've thought that like I'm so glad like yeah no nah, he wore a flannel not a trench coat so it's a bit oh yeah like oh, it, fuck I'm glad we got bomb control in this yeah, country. yeah. <laughs> I'm not <laughs> <laughs> fuck um but no so then me and some other guy pretty much cornered him was like oh you fucking we're gonna be in a band together and then yeah felt obviously uh, peer pressure and saying yes and then. Uh, after Tay finished, not a lot happened. We all pretty much went our separate ways, and then um, coming into more the back end or be, uh, yeah, back end of last year, we started talking about even starting up again or just starting a whole new project. Awesome. So, and then yeah, Alex was writing songs, and then um, I'd go to his house a couple of times a week and try to add to it and that sort of shit. So, and then yeah, got some other boys in the band, and then yeah, here we are, fucking 2018. I don't know what the date is today, but. That's oh, wicked. Yeah, fucking oath. And uh, <laughs> I'll cut that out. Yeah, and here you are today. So uh, you, you guys are cracking it. Today, can you can you rat on the other two members? Have you got some fucking dirt to spill because they're not here to defend oh, themselves? Dylan, we got so much. Yeah, <laughs> Dylan. We don't Dylan. know much about Axel. But yeah, he doesn't talk. <laughs> I think I've heard him say like four words and we've been together for about like four or five oh, months now. Is it, tell me Axel's the drummer, right? Yeah. yeah, of course. Oh, yeah. But he is the best musician out of the band, best at guitar, best at everything. You know, it, yeah, he... Yeah, no nonsense kind of. He's, he's probably a savant. Yeah, probably, I've known him since I was twelve, but I don't know anything about him. I found out he had a sister this year. Yeah, I, I dropped him home once, and I was like, "What do you, like? What do you do?" And he's like, oh, "I went to uni once," and then that was he just sat there in silence, and I was like, "Oh, all right, cool." I was, 
and then just drove my fucking car, dropped him off, and was like, all right, man, so see you later. You've known him since he's been <laughs> you know oh, yeah. stuff all about him. Yeah, oh, fucking sick cunt. That's, I think that's why I respect him so much. <laughs> He's probably like he's like a. I think he's a ninja. I think he's a real life. Oh, ninja. I was gonna say like silent but deadly. Like yeah. you, you think you what you're saying around him, you're, you're safe. But then next thing you know, you fucking got the FBI kicking your door and yeah. you fucking done <laughs> yeah. something wrong, well, or he's fucking. I, yeah. yeah. So much. I went to uni once. I actually worked for Asia. Uh, yeah. I, I kind of worked for the government. Actually worked for Asia. Yeah, that kind of thing. Yeah, right. Is he? Uh, is he ever like cracked a joke, like a fuck joke, and then you go, yeah, definitely works for Asia. <laughs> No, Is he, nah, not a joke. No, like, I call him racist a lot, but <laughs> he, he doesn't say anything, so how can he be racist? Uh, for the folks at home, the only reason they call him racist because he just speeds up a little bit on the drums, all right? Like, don't, don't, we're not that kind of show. That kind yeah, of show. yeah that's, that's what we mean when we say racist. Yeah. Yeah. But, um, and then, uh, yeah. Well, I was told, I was once said, like, said, hey, Joe, are you racist? You're, you're just racist, mate. And I went, get fucked, mate. I've never bet on a horse. <laughs> no, I don't even know what they're talking about. So and and so that's Alex. Axel. I mean, sorry, that's Axel. Axel, yeah. Oh, you got Axel and Alex. Yeah, it's, that's, it's confusing. Yeah, yeah it's no confusing. shit. They got so they got like different last names, like completely different, luckily. Yeah. So, yeah. and then um, Dylan's the like rhythm guitarist, and fucking do we have some shit about Dylan? Oh, like, this is where oh, shit gets well, harsh. I'll tell you what, boys, I've provided the platform. Yeah. Uh, Here we are. No, it's not. Like, it's, it's nothing he's done wrong. He's just the. <laughs> Probably like the what's the what do you call it like the the kind of selfie stick kind of guy. <laughs> <you know? laughs> but no, uh, first time I heard about a selfie stick, I thought it was something for women. You know what I mean? Like I, think, I don't think it was to take a photo. Like, like uh, have you heard of a selfie stick? I went uh, like uh, femme fresh no. type thing, or <laughs> so you can do your pap smears no, like, at home, like a, <laughs> mis- like a Mr. Buzzy kind of thing. You know? Oh. So, uh, so uh, he's the rhythm guitarist. Yeah. yeah um, I don't know if he, I don't know if he wants to say this, but like he's got so much, what, I don't know what to call it. He's got like a really good portfolio in the sense like he's done some shit, like right. and not like yeah. you know like hard drugs. He doesn't like heroin. Like <laughs> so I had a fucking bit of a story back he's been, in. He's been around, is what you're saying. Like he's sort of yeah. So he's a lad at me uh me twentieth birthday party, right? <laughs> fucking um legend. Yeah, we call him the legend because like he's just like the only reason he's in this band is because it's like so we can tell the story like it's the only thing he's got going for him. <laughs> but um yeah, so f- like a f- so actually, I had my 20th birthday party and like the the night finished I was cleaning up the next day and I was found like this condom wrappings around the side of my house. And I was like, what the fuck is going on here? And I was asking people around, no one, no one knew anything and then um and then, anyway, so then I told my girlfriend about it and then one of her friends apparently like, you know, Porked him on the on front lawn, and so there's this really like you know nice you know really nice so fresh spot like nicely growing the weeds look fucking perfect there. That's awesome. Um, At least he's got taste. I noticed some people fucking lying on the ground while <laughs> I was smoking know. out the front. It's pretty, it's pretty classy. <laughs> but um, but then anyway, and then later on, like someone I see that's it, gla- grass class. But I, I see someone at work, and I was like, ask them. They're like, yeah, no, like a, a porked you mate, Dylan. I was like, what? And he like, so yeah, he fucked two chicks in one night. That's at this, and I was like, he's the sickest person I've ever met. Like, <laughs> he he went to like my favorites on my contact list, and I had to make sure he's like the fucking yellow heart and Snapchat, like everything, <laughs> whatever, like made him like you know my best friend was like, I had to have it. Like, get a printer, picture, oh, picture printed out, fucking framed it. It's up above my wall. The first thing I look at in the morning is Dylan. Got to see his smile, you know. I think fuck two chicks one day. One day I'll be as good as Dylan. It's not even one day. It's in the span of like two to three hours. Yeah, fucking. Like I well, sometimes so, can't. Surely you guys have written a song about this. 
oh, we're in the, like, in process. But I can't, like, sometimes I can't even talk to chicks within that sort of span. I get, like, nervous. Like, <laughs> or, like, my girlfriend probably wouldn't let me either. Just, like, <laughs> fucking crack the whip. Yeah, like, that, yeah, yeah, what are you talking that bitch for? I'm like, no, I'm not. She, <laughs> just, she's just, just my friend, I'm eh? just trying to order dinner. Like, yeah. <laughs> say, like, that's, like, we're in a drive-thru. Yeah, we're at what fucking, the, yeah. yeah what are you talking about? So we're at Mac you crack, <laughs> you crackhead. Like. She's 14. <laughs> <laughs> It doesn't matter that I tried to get her number. It's fucking... <laughs> yeah, I went out one night and got a girlfriend's no- a girl's number. I was pretty impressed with it. But she gave me the number three. And I was like... Never tried calling her because she said, uh, yeah, don't bother calling me. And I went, yeah, no worries. So that was probably like the number and speed pretty dial. Sad. I got over it though, pretty quickly. <laughs> yeah. No, it's probably like, you know, you went to hit three in your phone, like speed dial, but you never fucking set it up. No, like, no. I said, can I have your phone number? She went, yeah, three. Oh, awesome. <laughs> so you get like she must be pretty old. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it like a Family Guy joke like that? Yeah. It's like this is, no, this is six. <laughs> <laughs> I love that call. She's pretty old. Yeah, yeah. She's like she owned the first four phone numbers. So. Yeah. So you guys are uh, rocking down to sixty thirty on the seventeenth of November. Um, what's uh, what are we gonna see? What are we gonna see you guys do? Apparently, you're appearing naked. Is that right? Like oh. you guys are. Like we can. Playing, you're playing naked or something? Or? Like, we can. It's not out of the picture. Yeah. Like, I can organise it. Because we like it. You reckon I'm big? You should see me drummer. We're just... We've got, like, when people, we play somewhere... I didn't say you were big. Where no, did no, you no, that no, shit from? No, no, no. You should see the drummer. My drummer's, like, me plus a fair bit. And we get, please don't play naked on, <laughs> on the... On the they said, we'll give you a rider, providing you don't get naked. I think that's when you should just fucking get naked. Like, yeah. you just got to, like, you know, fuck it. I'm, you know, I don't know, 45. I don't know what the fuck you are. I don't ask. That's rude. You can't ask a man, another man their age. But uh, Pretty good guess, by the way, yeah. What was it, 45? Or <laughs> I'm just going to say, yeah, you're 21. Um, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, you, you just got to love your body. For all the ladies <laughs> out there. Yeah. You just got to love yourself and, you are like, for fuck all, if I want to. For all the lady listeners out there, I'm just 21 and ready for fun. Yeah, it's like, if I want to get my fucking dad bot out, I'll get fucking get my dad bot out, you know? Like, fucking... You know what's fucked up? You've heard of YOLO, I've got, right? I've got granddad bod. <laughs> you know, like everyone's like, oh, fuck, dad, I'm getting dad bod. And I went, dude, I have dad at 21, now I've got granddad bod. Granddad bod will be in next season. What's Just fucked you is wait. that I've got a two-year-old daughter and go to the beach and everyone thinks I'm grandpa. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. I've got, a, I've got a wife that's 38 that looks seven. <laughs> and uh, I go to the beach and all that with her, and she looks so young, and everyone just like goes, "Oh, dude, like, is that your daughter? Like, it's good to see because she's from Japan." So I actually had a lady come up to me at the zoo and say, "It's really nice you gave someone an opportunity to live in our country." I'm like, what are you talking about? She goes, "The girl you adopted down there—that's really lovely." I said, "That's my wife." <laughs> and she's just gone, "You're sick," and just got up and walked away. So, I think we'd be more grateful to be given the opportunity to live in Japan as opposed to Australia, anyway. <laughs> like you, you didn't buy her, did you? No, no. She's, no, so that, she's, she's worth a lot more than I. Oh, that's fair game then. I don't see the, no, see the I, issue. I use, like, Jedi mind tricks to convince her that I was a good catch. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I, yeah, that's what I did with my girlfriend. You know? <laughs> I just flopped my dick out on the table. <laughs> did you? <laughs> Went from there. Yeah, see, Kenneko's different. She would have put a knife through it, so I made sure it stayed on the table. <laughs> oh, but see, there's, like... So with me, it's not a lot of dick. So you know, like a micro, like a microscope. But you know, she loves me for who I am as a person. <laughs> I got a good personality. <laughs> it's like fuck. I think a fly's laid a maggot on the table. No, honey. No. <laughs> That's my cock. <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
So you, you were saying earlier, one bit of a jibber-jabber before we actually kicked off on the podcast. It was about the lime soda. Oh. <laughs> that Coles lime soda. Could have been. Tell me about the Coles lime soda. Um, it's like the best lime soda. I don't think any brand makes a lime soda. It's just a fucking good lime soda. It's, and just, it's a green shit, right? Yeah, yeah. fucking oh. It tastes nothing like lime. It's more... Oh, it's reminiscent of lime. It's lime-ish <laughs> drink. Yeah. 75 cents, but... Whew. Mate. It tastes good. I've got a think... fridge full of the shit out there for mixers. For yeah, no, lime. that's what it's good for. Yeah. That's Why like, you spend more than 75 cents? You just go to a party, like, or you have a party and you just buy, like, you know, fucking cheap vodka, cheap fucking coals or Woolies, fucking 75 cents lemonade. Pour Boys, the, Aldi, that pour, beer you're drinking? Oh, fucking, it's, it's so good. Like, I was thinking, I looked at the can and I was like, it looks like I, I've been to, like, Asia a few times. they got these ice cream flavoured drinks that are the same colour. And I drank it and I was like, this tastes like ice cream beer. But it might be because I had a beer before and that beer was shit. I don't know. But you know what, the expensive <laughs> beers you taste, half a mask shit. Yeah, exactly. That stuff there, we won't mention the name. Cause no, they, yeah, we're yeah. not sponsored. But it, it's kind of, it's like, it's, it rhymes with give it. And uh, it's it's from Aldi, and it's the shiz. I love it. Fuck yeah, I endorse this particular beer. I take <laughs> that back. Yeah. Just G'day, welcome to Stacks Podcast. It's brought to you by something that rhymes <laughs> with give it <laughs> beer. <laughs> This would be a bad time to be dyslexic. Yeah. I might, uh, no, I it's might, not a bad bit. Might need a, another one. Yeah, I think you should. Yeah, and the good thing is that you're only like 1.2 meters from the fridge. I know, and I'm only like 1.2 kilograms. So <laughs> it should fuck me up. <laughs> I say, don't you wish you had longer arms? So instead of like getting up and walking to it, you could just fucking reach. You're right. Oh, I've yes. actually wanted one of those. <laughs> I've wanted one of those robot handles. You know the things that you squeeze. Yeah. You know, squeeze so you can open the fridge. Meandering, get a beer. Yeah. I was going to say this yeah, might be like the wrong, the, the wrong way to say it. But you might want, like, you know, you said you had a daughter. You might want to like train your daughter to, like, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. you maybe whistle or I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. We're in a pretty good day and age. Maybe just send her a text. Like, you know, <laughs> six-year-olds have phones now, so yeah, like, Snapchat, yeah, uh, Instagram, now, huh? yeah, like yeah. beer. Maybe just like please, and then you know, you yeah, share. or you're in the fridge. Yeah. Yeah. I like it. That's what you just need to do. You're a thinking man, Jamie. I oh like fucking it. earth, yeah. I am. Yeah, you, you kind of you're, you're a Renaissance sort of. Uh, new age kind yeah, of thing. Yeah, over Leonardo that, da Vinci, that's for sure. That's what I thought when <laughs> I met this guy. Sure. <laughs> I was writing these songs and he was like, you know what you got to do? you got to record them or play them or something. And I was like, yes, that's the next step. When you write a song, got to That's just common sense. Like. <laughs> I just had these papers full of fucking music theory and lyrics and it who just like, <laughs> didn't make sense. Who the fuck writes a song like, yeah, this song's for me. No one's ever going to fucking hear this song. Like... Like, just being selfish when it comes to... Oh, some of the best songs I've ever written I've never released. Like, yeah. Why not? Yeah. I've actually, I've recorded them and thought, that is shit. Is it like... You, I'm going to keep it. It could be like the next... Yeah. I know you got like a mandolin up there, or a few, actually. Yeah. Do like the next Losing My Religion. That'd be fucking good. Yeah. <laughs> We've got a friend, Peter Enzillo, that plays a mandolin like a bastard. And... Uh, Whenever I pick it up and that, it's... Uh, His parents aren't married? He's actually pretty good. He's One, one he's got Italian heritage, so he's probably it's genetic. <laughs> yeah. uh, but I used to play with a guy called Phil Emanuel who passed away recently and brother of Tommy Emanuel. Oh, true. Yeah, so I played with Phil for a long time and Phil came over to do a few shows and I jumped on bass for Phil and he turned around and he said, oh, you got any other musics that might, musos that might collaborate? And there was a guy called Pop Standard that came over and I said, you've got to try... Peter Renzel, I think a mandolin would sound really good 
and they they didn't even know what a mandolin was. They thought a mandolin was a porn star. <laughs> so uh, I wish. Yeah. <laughs> and so then B two here. So they, no, we got to, uh, we ended up getting Pete on the on the mandolin, and 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 for Phil Emanuel to say like he's one of the best mandolin players I've ever seen, considering he's one of the world's best guitarists and travelled around the world, was a pretty good accolade. But I get on it and I uh, I play it like I'm. Uh, Got a really bad case of cerebral palsy. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry for anyone anyway, listening that's got cerebral palsy, but you probably play mandolin better than I have, could ever. So that's like I got I got one at home as well, but I just play like the bass, even though it's probably like not even like the tuning's completely oh, different. Like. Oh, yeah. G D A E, isn't it? I've, oh, I'm sure it is. Yeah, fuck you're yeah. fucking you're telling me. Down. I I wait, we we actually had this conversation like yeah, before just, we came here. Yeah. yeah. Weirdly enough. Yeah. Yeah, right. Because, oh no, because he had a ukulele. It was like this gross fucking green colour. I was like, this is the ugliest fucking ukulele. That sounds like a spukulele. I've got a blue one. (laughs) But then, yeah, we're talking about the tunings of ukuleles and mandolins and stuff. So, but then, like, you know. I'm pretty sure it's G D A E. I don't know about the ukulele. But, like, the most fucked thing is, like, Google's a thing and we're both just not, like, (laughs) no, couldn't be fucked Googling it. I don't have internet. Do you think Google's (laughs) a fucking head? Like, you know how you had to retain certain information? I'll tell you what Google has done. It stopped the bullshit that we used to say there. The pal, oh, yeah, fucking <laughs> the fish. I think it was called a sturgeon. Not Which, really. That's it. South Australia. Google. Sturgeon, South Australia. <laughs> no, sorry. They're from Canada and the northern parts of the Northern Hemisphere. Fucking bullshit, mate. Like, they're, 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 they've killed bullshit. Which yeah. I miss bullshit in the pub. <laughs> yeah. I used to oh, love fuck. the stories that come out of blokes. It was awesome. It was yeah. entertaining. Never let bullshit get in the way of a good yarn. That's what Chopper Reed said. Yeah, but I used to do a bit of comedy, lads, and up there it's got uh, Bring Back the Boof Tour 2008. Uh, a fresh breath of boganism never lets the truth get in the way of a good story. Boy, oi, that is fucking, that's something to live by. Yeah. You got a tattoo gun? What, what you don't know about now. that picture is that if that picture continued on and wasn't framed, I'm signing a tip. <laughs> the rest of that photo is like, yeah, pretty happy with myself. I think it's the only one I've ever signed. Wait, so you got, essentially, you got dogged with that photo then? She's, <laughs> the, the bad part about that is she's standing on a chair and her tits are down her knees. Ew. Yeah, yeah. How were, old was she? I think she was 103. No, it sounds about right. Yeah, but she loves my shit. She I'm not good with, like, the female anatomy, yeah. but that doesn't sound good. No, right? I'll pull out all the old pre-war stuff. <laughs> I'll pull out the old pre-war jokes, you know. She came up and you're like, oh, yeah, you want me to sign your footy socks filled with sand? (laughs) Jesus. I didn't make that up. I'm pretty sure I heard that somewhere. Yeah. I was going to say, the shitty thing about Google, though, is like, you know, you got a fucking cough and you Google it and it's just like cancer. Oh, (laughs) oh, fuck. I mean, yeah, he's just like, oh, my kid's grazed his knee. What's the best way to fucking fix it? It's like, no, he's got cancer. You're fucked. You're like, oh, shit. Yeah, and then like that's probably like obviously I don't have kids, so that's probably a horrible thing about as a parent. But like as a, I'm fucking 22, and like I was just telling you about like me being sick earlier. But I got a friend. I mean, my mother was in the medical world, but I got a friend who's a doctor, and he tells me the worst thing about having patients come into his outpatients is they try and tell him what's wrong with him. He goes, "What the fuck are you doing here? Yeah, go back to Google if you're so correct. Where's your fucking diploma? Yeah, but they they do that. They just come in and they go. Oh, my son's got a uh, a hematoma, and I think he's like sort of got a bit of a 
Now I think he's got amnesia. (laughs) (laughs) He may be autistic now too, (laughs) not too sure. And yeah, yeah, he got got an injection the other week. Now I think he's like full auto. (laughs) He got a fucking tetanus shot. (laughs) (laughs) A tetanus shot. Now he's like, he like fucking can count cards and shit. (laughs) (laughs) Why would you even complain about that? Imagine doing that at the cast. Oh yeah, fuck. You'd be so fucking rich. What? I always thought I was a bit autistic, but I think I'm just a bit of a fucking dick or something. No. Both. Yeah. Like, as long as you're a dick with a capital D, I think you're going to get by. I think you'll be yeah. okay. But if you're just a like, lowercase dick, oh, yeah, I'm, it's going to be a hard road. I'm definitely a behind-the-scenes kind of dick. Lo- yeah. <laughs> yeah lower, I'm not. I think a lowercase dick's going to be hard to, hard to handle. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Definitely lowercase. But if you're like oh, total well. caps, like, like you're an out-there dick, oh, yeah. like full caps, I think you'll fucking you'll roll. He's like, like yeah, good. dick, and then like goes into head. Fuck, <laughs> like, fuck this guy. So tell fellas, you you've been doing a few gigs around town. Is there a gig that sticks out in your mind as the best one you've done, and and why? Why was it the best gig? Like, was there something that happened that just fucking cracked you up? Have you seen something on stage? There's a blue broken out, and something's happened, and it's just been funny. Like, what's what's a memorable gig that you can tell me about? I can tell you about a shittest one, but I don't want to dog nah, people. Shittest, nah, shittest. I'll probably go. What was the? I think the second. We've only ever played three gigs. Every, like everyone has bad. You've only played. Three oh, gigs. oh, like as like yeah. as this like yeah. unit yeah, yeah, yeah. currently. But um, I've played fucking plenty of gigs in my time. Fuck, I don't sound like I'm ninety nine years old. Played but like five. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but um. Played heaps of gigs in my time. How old are you? Seventeen. Yeah. <laughs> But no, I think, yeah, so like the second, like, so we've played you now twice at the 60-30, yep. and the second gig we did there was, like, it felt really good because, like, the, the crowd were, like, seemed, like, really into us, and, like, it was just a, a fucking really good vibe. Like, but that then, place is so, like, and I spruik it all the time on this podcast. I was fortunate enough to grow up in pubs in the 80s and 90s, and it was a different fucking scene. Things, they were, one, they were jam-packed. You didn't have every motherfucker on a mobile phone. Yeah, and, and people got into the music. They were there, and they just like, yeah, and they they loved it. The sixty thirty has got a little bit of that about it. It's kind of an old school pub, and and I say it when I do some advertisement for them. Like, if you want to get a nineties feel about a pub, and you want to go to a pub that's got a real old school feel about it, like the pubs when they were good, go to the sixty thirty. It's people want to bag it out, and I don't know why, but. I've, you know, it's it's one of the best fucking yeah. venues yeah. in Perth. It, it may not be the best stage, it may not be the best sound system, but the place itself is a fucking institution and it's yeah. growing. It's like people are starting to go, fuck yeah, sixty thirty, it's a venue. And hats off to Ian Strover up there who's he's it's it's cost him personally to to do what he's done up there and he's invested a lot of time, effort, as well as people like the Andrews and the and the Corys and the other promoters that have been there in the in the past, but it's it's now considered like when you when you mention ven- if someone's going to rattle off venues in there, you know, off the top of their head, they're going to sixty thirty comes into the picture now. Yeah, like two years ago that didn't exist. Yeah. Three years ago that just didn't. Because like the first time we got like offered a, a sort of spot there, um, Alex put up that a, a blue can off your nose. I was um so yeah a bit a bit hesitant. Oh not hesitant. I was like yeah no this be good as long as it's not all the time, and then um. And the second show we played, like second show we ever did, was then again at six thirty. But I was like, I was like, this is a fucking good venue. Like I wouldn't care. Like obviously I live in yeah, like Coburn Way. So I was like, I don't mind traveling all the way up to Merrowa to 
do you stay at Alex's when you come up, or do you? No, nah, I just fucking track it home. But like, because I obviously carpool with um like Dylan because he only lives down the road from me as well. So yeah, yeah. we take, I well, not really take turns, but he always shouts me food. Love me fucking Mickey days. It's probably <laughs> killing me on the inside, but um, <laughs> but no, so. That was, yeah, it was like, yeah, fucking, I, I really love the venue and obviously really, I think all of us really appreciated Andrew yeah. for actually giving us our... Good bloke. Yeah, like our first opportunity, like, because it was seeing, like, uh, I don't know if you're feeling like the Perth Music Network, Band-Aid, that sort of shit. Yeah, like, yeah. people would post on there looking for bands and we'd always, like, fucking reply to respond to ads and just people just didn't yeah. want to give us opportunities and stuff. Yeah, so. I weren't too keen on songs titled Kill Myself or Raped in the Bum, I guess. Which we then changed the name of for, like, obvious reasons. <laughs> <laughs> Poked in the bum viciously. Yeah. But it's just, like... But then, like, yeah, obviously really appreciative to Andrew and, or like, anyone, everyone at the 6030 for actually, you know, going, like, you know, fuck it, we'll give these boys a go. And yeah. I don't think they've regretted it. And I've, yeah, be more than happy to trek it all the way up there every weekend if I had to. to well, the thing is, for years, you need... I mean, the place in Perth, it's growing, you know. Like, we're getting... Uh, it's getting larger and larger... As a city, it's it's just getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And the thing is, is that it was always like Swan and around the city and Midland and around Maylands. And you had all these venues for years, you know, uh, the Nook and Borough out at Inaloo and places like that where 60s, 70s, 80s, 90s, those places were there. But shit's changed. And, and the north up here is growing bigger and bigger and bigger. So, you know, like it's it's... It's good that you've got places are going to change. You're not going to have those sort of, and things are spreading out a little bit as yeah. well. And one thing I'll say about sixty thirty again is that they are looking after blokes like yourselves. And mm. you know, like Alex, you're obviously you're a local, yeah, so to be able to play somewhere close without having to drive nineteen mile bloody to <laughs> guys are showing me age ninety mile uh, to have a to do a gig, you it's know, like fifty like, odd k's. Like. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you're, you're you're obviously doing hard yards, but yeah, I don't mind. But the thing is, it's sort of it's good that you you've got that up here, and, and there's blokes like uh, the boys from Extortion and, and Blind Spot and. Uh, there's a few more. I'm just I can't think off the top of my head, but there there are more bands up here that, that actually are from up in this area, and there's a scene up here, you know. Yeah, and, yeah no, fucking know. And the thing is too, like the the people are it's starting to happen down there. People are starting to rock up and see a bit of music, and I know every Saturday night they've got music on down there, and it's so relaxed. You know, you walk into a venue and that, and yeah. you, the, like it's, you go down there, and it's just like it's like us, like we're running the show when you go there. Yeah, yeah, if you know right. what I'm saying, it's not like you go to a venue and it's like all this oh, oh, and you, oh fellas, how you going? And you're ushered and you're, yeah. you're told to do this. And you know, I mean, I've done some major gigs and it's kind of stale and you're not near the people and you're not the people, are, they're right on you. It's, it's yeah. old school. Oh, no, fucking no. We had it's people, sc- it's, it's an old school pub. It's, it's, it's a f- the. The, the people that are listening to you are, like, two feet away from you. Yeah, no, we had people, like, afterwards come up and, like, you know, that was, like, you know, fucking awesome, slapping us, in the, like, patting us, slapping, patting either or punching on the back and just, like, pretty much just, like, almost sucking our dicks. But, uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but, no, they were, like... They actually hey. would, but you, you, here's the thing. You've actually got to prompt them a little bit. Yeah, but, like, it's... Yeah. It's, like, because, like, you know, the second show we ever did, I was, like, you know, that obviously made me fucking probably boost my ego more than it should, but... <laughs> Yeah, fucking, we felt pretty fucking good afterwards. Like, went yeah. to rehearsals and... Is that not why you play? Yeah, no, because exactly. You, yeah. When, you, when you do, like, you put in all that time and effort, when someone comes off and goes, dude, that was fucking awesome. It takes one person for you to make it all work. Oh, yeah. yeah. No, it's like we walked into rehearsals on the Wednesday after of a fucking, like, that, you know, fucking Jesus statue <laughs> in Rio, just like we're fucking gods yeah. among men. Genitals swinging in the wind. Oh, <laughs> 
Gonna get. <laughs> How good are genitals swinging in the wind? Whew, oh, can't get enough. If there's any way to fucking drop your body core tamp and stab <laughs> the G bangers swinging in the breeze. <laughs> Mine's too big. It just knocks like a fucking like no, a my top grandfather clock. Too fat, so they don't really swing. They just like knock up against me in the thigh. Oh, it'd be quite painful. Yeah, like going for, go for a jog is an occupational health and safety. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. I didn't wear undies for two days the other day. Fucking, whew. It was like, you know, you know, running up and down stairs and shit, you know. You, it does a toll on your body, you know. You just, those Americans get hernias left, right and centre because they don't wear undies or they wear boxes uh, and shit. Not good for you. I don't know how you can <laughs> not wear underwear, though, because, like, I don't know if it's, like, a, a phobia, but, like, I'm always scared that my fucking, like, dick's going to get caught in my fucking zipper. <laughs> like, I don't have that problem. I've, I've <laughs> my fear's more like I'm going to shit down my leg. Like, <laughs> yeah. I've, I've done that once in my life and I've only ever fucking done it once. <laughs> like, that was fucking painful. It was, like... And I was like, I think it was like I woke up during the night to have a piss, oh, and that I fucking that woke me up. I was up all night. I was I like, th- I thought you meant shit down your legs. Oh no, <laughs> I might have. I might have been like, you know, <laughs> three. I haven't done that since I was four, but man, I'm scared of it. Yeah, I was gonna say four or fourteen. Like I can't really remember. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe. It doesn't count as twenty-one until you're after the age of twenty-one. When you're over the age of 21, you're shitting down your leg. It's like, I can rack that up as an achievement. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. I guess it depends when your parents start wiping your ass then for you, though, right? Like, Get back to the 21 thing, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cool. I was like, at least like, 19. Yeah, I pretended not to be able to do it like that until I was 21. <laughs> yeah. I was just thought, fuck it now, I'm going to keep it. Yeah, my parents were sick of it, so they don't sort of a day. So <laughs> they did it for me. They made me get a girlfriend, fucking, so like, now. They just shower. Yeah, she was, she was really surprised when Make I moved clothes. in that, and, you know, I, I finished shitting and I yelled out, I'm finished, and she didn't fucking, you know, didn't she, didn't know, no, she didn't know what Nothing. to do. She didn't even come to the toilet. She was like, what? She didn't know what I was saying. Before we get it tonight, <laughs> I've got to show you guys something. I, I done a shit the other day and it looks just like Mickey Mouse. I, That's incredible. That's, <laughs> I, I was going to say, you're shitting me. I, no, I took a photo. So, uh, yeah, I, I, while, while we talk, I'm going to actually try and dig this out. Because, <laughs> out of the archives. Oh, it's, it's in the archives. It's actually a, it's a grand moment in my life. We're I'm talking gonna, full detail, like, or are we talking, like, old-style Mickey like, Mouse? No, white, no, white gloves it, it on. It's like 1956 Mickey Mouse. Yeah, 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 yeah. Nice. That's what I was picturing. Yeah. yeah it's, not, no, it's not Pixar. I'm not that good. Um, yeah, I was pretty happy with it. I actually couldn't believe it. Get the whole family in. <laughs> oh, well, the thing is, I actually... Oi, don't look it. at this! I mean, do you guys do you guys look when you shit to see what you've done? Like, oh, you just check for blood. <laughs> no, past year of I'm bad health. Literally the same thing. I'm getting to that age, you have to check. Yeah, for yeah, exactly. I've had but no, it's like, serious obviously, I've got a, a fucking extremely fast metabolism, so i got to make sure I don't have worms every time I take a yeah. shit. Jamie <laughs> and I collectively lay way less than the average human being. We're two people... And we, we weigh less than fucking maybe 90 kilos together. I think I'm at least... I'm between 55 and maybe 60. I must have a big head. What the fuck? It does look like... You no, know, it does. <laughs> <laughs> Holy shit. Fellas, I did a Disney shit. I'm just surprised that, like, I thought it would be bigger. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's fucking Minnie Mouse. Rabbit shit. <laughs> <laughs> I looked down and just went, apart from the slightly munted left ear, <laughs> I just fucking did a Disney shit. Uh, I was so happy. I actually yelled out to my wife, come out, darling, darling, I want you. I went, I did a Disney shit. <laughs> and 
not that impressed. Oh, broke my heart. What? Uh, what they don't get is how the fuck do you get the ears? When's the yeah, do- exactly. Yeah, actually, women are crazy. They don't understand. They don't you. understand. I was just like, oh, you got no idea. So when's how the divorce? How did I? Do- <laughs> yeah. How did I do the ears? <laughs> yeah, so I reckon. I reckon a- it was like a bend in it. Like how? <laughs> either. Two things. It's like you have a weird shaped ass, or like, you've, you've gone in afterwards and then crafted that yourself, <laughs> like some sort of shit fondler hey, or something. Hey, yeah, yeah, you're a doubter. <laughs> you're such a doubter. No one can imagine that you're like a weird, like cookie cutter shaped <laughs> asshole or something. Like I, I've had my know. fair share of shits, right? What I reckon's happened is like it's come out <laughs> every, at one point. I don't know. One, I, I do, think I'd have I more shit than average people, or maybe extremely less. I don't know. Fuck. You have like, yeah, one a week. No. Um, but you know, like it, it comes it. out right, and then say you've got something big in there. You know, something that's covered by shit, so you can't see that there's something big in there. You know, Is and it then corn. Maybe corn. Maybe a big bunch Probably of corn. corn. I was thinking more. Uh, toy you cow. know, like yeah, toy <laughs> car. Some some big. You know? <laughs> would you remember <laughs> ingesting a toy car though? No. Like. But, that's nah. it. The toy nah. car would fucking... You know, if, when you have kids, you know, you don't know what happens when you're asleep and stuff, you know. You don't know. You, but, yeah, you know, toy car fucking causes... The, the poo comes out a bit, then the big bit gets pushed. It has to come sideways. It comes out. Then the other bit of poo comes out normally, and it's, like, on an angle to where the last bit of poo came out. Like, it's really hard. You know, I don't know if I'm describing this very well. I'm just, you know... But you know, like, I'm thinking. I'm picturing a small <laughs> intestine. Like, <laughs> yeah, maybe the maybe there was that big bit that was like the head of Mickey Mouse. Maybe that had something in it, something that was hard to digest, and it made your poo like twist around to fit out the ass kind of thing. Wait, well, <laughs> was it a floater? Like, yeah, it was. Yeah. So maybe it's, that's what it's done. It's just all cut, like shot back to the top, and then just you've happened to look at it as it's like. Individual parts so and then form together. together. Yeah, that's a conglomerate. Is that what you're saying? That, so that's three separate shits formed together to make one mega shit, like that's a, a like a mega, super shit, like a megazord, like <laughs> yeah, like the Power Rangers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know, but I was just very happy. Like I actually wanted to contact the Guinness Book of Records and went, the only person ever to do a Disney shit. They'd probably tell you get fucked. Yeah, yeah, they probably were like, yeah, sorry. That's, fu- that's gross. Probably we're more not, like a... We're not interested. I'll happily put fucking hooks through some cunt's back and hang them over a 40-foot building, but your Disney shit, nah, that's crossing the line. <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably yeah. more like yeah. a Today, Tonight, Cut <laughs> kind of and thing. What I can't get over too like, focused on Fortnite. It combines two of our favourite things. Like, kids love Disney and kids love shitting. Mm. Well, I don't know if they love shitting. It's something we all have well, to do. They seem to do it like, all the <laughs> fucking time. Yeah, if you have a shit like, for three days, you're pretty happy when you do it. <laughs> oh, I've never, I mean, either very happy or in a bit of pain, <laughs> but maybe both. They have a shit and blood, or it's like got like a pointy end. Oh, and so, oh, like, <laughs> don't shit blood, but you know you're wiping this blood. Yeah, yeah. That means, you but that, that's that okay. Path. For all the regular <laughs> podcast listeners that have never been down the path and never heard of such gutter trash spoken on this podcast. Unlucky, it's the uh, Stacks podcast. That's what happens. <laughs> imagine yeah. imagine yeah, this being your it. first podcast. And we, often, we often spruik that we talk shit, but actually we are talking shit, so this is really good. Quite. If you're listening specifically for the immolation scene and didn't expect us to talk about fucking wiping our ass and getting yeah. blood on it, then I don't know what the fuck you're doing. Yeah. <laughs> Have you been Just to a gig? I'm starting to thank fuck the knuckle the mutilation scene. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. 
The defecation. <laughs> Immigration scheme. Have you guys heard of Gigi Allen? I love Gigi Allen. Really? I, I was trying to look up GIFs of him on Facebook and they, no one had made GIFs of him. No GIFs of Gigi I'm, Allen? I'm no. going to say no, I have not. I mean, like, people probably have. Have you seen no. um, uh, Hated, the documentary about Gigi Allen? Not all of it, but I've seen little, little bits. bits yeah. I saw a Lady Gaga one. Right. Yeah, I was asking him. I was like, fucking him and the guitarist talking about it. Me and the drummer looking at each other like, I'm uh, fucking always telling these guys to do metal things like learn Master of Puppets, you know. We don't have it's to play hard. it live, but just fucking learn it, you know. And then, then he's like, I watched Lady Gaga documentary. He's like, what the fuck, man? Like, but, <laughs> hang on. It's pretty metal. No, she gets her tits out. Completely, I wasn't yeah. expecting that. That fucking blew me away. I was that, like, this shit needs an... Okay. I was yeah. like, this needs an Oscar or something. It's purely because she got... And did, like... Did you think the scene was so beautiful you had to rub one out? Oh, no, my girlfriend was next to me. Like, I looked and I like winked, and she's like, no. I was like, <laughs> I was like, oh. I was like, well, I'm not fucking watching this shit then, and yeah. stormed out the room. Do you ever get scared they're going to catch you having an erection watching something? Or, like, they show you something? Mine checks. And it's like, they she checks. Yeah, yes. Oh, shit. No, Cleo's going to hear this. <laughs> <laughs> Just going to like, check. Feel like watching Game of Thrones as a sex Steph scene. is going to hear this, because... Uh, uh, she's probably interested to hear if you talked about me on the podcast. And uh, yeah, I'm probably gonna be single after this. <laughs> <laughs> ah, don't worry. Just think of all the other girls that are listening to you talk about shit, and they're gonna go, "That's my kind of guy." They're oh, determined, no. and they want you to shit on their chest. But hey, no. After you. <laughs> Everything you said just then is gonna make her much mad. <laughs> I speak a bit of German. That's the only shit I fucking. Yeah, because of Ramstein. Yeah, I fucking love Ramstein, yeah, man. Like they Ramstein. taught me German. Just listen to it enough, you can't understand what's going on. I learned English from mumble rappers. Oh, yeah. yes. Yeah. <laughs> so what's your German? Did you flash a bit of your German for us? Uh, you're just going to sing lyrics, aren't you? Ich brauche ein... Uh, <laughs> ich brauche habe scheiße gemacht. I, I'm not good at German. I'm just saying, like... Yeah, we if didn't I state were, that anymore. If I was stuck in Germany, I could really it's be just like... Yeah, saying, like, I have shit. Yeah. I have... Ich brauche... I need... Habe, have. Haben is have, yep. Scheiße is shit, and gemacht yep. is to make it. To make. Yeah. Macht so, is. Yeah. So if you were busting for a shit in Germany, you'd know how to say it. <laughs> ich brauche Scheiße gemacht! Achtung! The reason I said to that is, uh, Guten Abend, my name is Joy. He's been a Reiseführer. He's just Deutsche, mate. So my name's Joe Deeg, but German heritage. That's why I just thought I'd yeah. lay up on the German. So, yeah, it was pretty cool. But Rammstein are, uh, they're, they're, they're massive, they're like, they're, mm. well, are they still going? Oh, yeah, new album coming out this year, I hope. Promote it. I hope. Oh. New song came out fucking last year or whatever, and I'm still waiting. So Dog Ale cunts better be listening. Alex Lieber Armstrong, mate. So, yeah. so if I was to say to you, uh, Alex, false feek mein Arschlach, mate, you'd, uh, any idea? Nothing? Uh, I understood Alex, you know, and uh, <laughs> well, yeah, same. Okay, I'm speaking off for Fal emergencies. Fast is fist. Oh yeah. Fast fick. Into Wine. anus. Oh. Arschlock. Oh yeah. <laughs> we should have got Arschlock. Ich liebe der Ficken. <laughs> we should have probably got Arschlock. That's like two on the nose. Like. Yeah, yeah, Arschlock. Yeah. Fast fick my arsch. I uh, actually taught. Uh, we had as from uh, Extortia, good mate of mine. And he goes, oh, yeah. oh, we're playing in Germany. And I said, oh, cool. Ooh. I said, can you do me one thing? I said, this Germans love it when you say this. 
because it's a good greeting and it's, it's it shows them that you're humble and thankful for appearing. You need someone stage. fucking killed, aren't you? And I said, as when you go there, and I told him before he went, I went, Faust fick mein Arschloch. <laughs> <laughs> and he's he's just going, what's it mean? I said, it means like, you know, like, thank you very much for, for letting us play, which is actually, Dankeschön, my friend, you know. But it was Faust fick mein Arschloch and it was, it was and, and he, he goes, oh, that, thanks for that. Thanks for that. I said, did you try it when you're over there? He goes, yeah, once. <laughs> and everyone just like looked at me. And I used to play in a Yugoslavian band. <laughs> and and at the end of each gig, they used to say, Obrirunio. And I didn't know I didn't know what they meant because these Yugoslavian fellas, they didn't speak much English and I didn't speak any Yugoslavian. So they needed a bass player very quick to fill a gap to do some gigs. And I went, yeah, no, I was... So I had to learn 50 songs in a language and a, and a culture that I didn't understand. So I hammered myself for two weeks straight and I learned all these songs. It's what music does to you. Oh, it's radical. And anyway, but at the end of the gig, they go, Obri Runio, Obri Runio. And I'm thinking, oh, that must mean like, see yeah. you later. Yeah, good job. Thank you very much. Yeah. Catch you boys. Like, see you boys. Like, like we'd say, see you fellas. Hey, yeah. Catch you, mate. See you later. G'day, you know? cop. <laughs> anyway, so I've waited to the gig and we've done this gig and there's like, you know, a good thousand odd people there. And, and uh, Frido, who's the singer, that sort of, like, he's like, he's gonna, in Yugoslavia, he's, you know, this is Devar, this is Navad and Davor and, you know, the, the introduced to the band. Then he gets to me, oh, from, and he, for some reason, he introduced me as a German bloke, not Australian. I don't know why, but, Maybe because, you know, the German heritage that we've got. But he's gone, uh, you know, this is uh, a German fella, Jai, you know, and everyone's going, ah, like that. And I went, over here on you. And the whole crowd just went dead quiet. <laughs> and I, I've looked at the band and they're looking at me going, what the fuck? And I'm like, what? And then they've gone, catch you later. And they've just, everyone's just like, yeah. They've walked off stage and said, why'd you say that? And I went, it means hooray, doesn't it? I went, nah, it means go home and shave your pussy. <laughs> <laughs> so it was like a gag. It was like, for them, it was funny for him to say, at the end of a, at the end of a gig, go home and, yeah, see oh, I'm going home to shave my That's a very know? efficient way to say it, you know, like we need a lot quicker way to say it in English. Yeah. Yeah, shave your puss. Mm, you know, but going shave. home specifically to do it. Where else would you do it? Oh, no, but, you know, fucking... You're, you're not going to fucking do it on a public toilet. Like, no, have no, you... no, I disagree. I'm the type of guy that would just sit in the front seat of my car, yeah. get a can of fucking, like, uh, hairspray, and just light it on fire. Yeah, exactly. What I, the fuck? I used to light my snail trail on fire in school because it looked funny, you know, to watch it burn and sizzle down to the skin. People would be like, gross. Is that why you got a fuck snail trail now? Is it fucked? I think it's okay. Yeah, it's come back all right. Yeah, That's right. like a weird consistency of hair, though. Yeah. Nah, it's okay. It's fine. You know, if you, stood, <laughs> if you stood on your hands, it would look like a weird taint. It would look like a hairy taint backing up to the asshole. You know well, especially I mean? with our hair. Only, oh, yeah. But only if you stood on your hands. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> then my asshole would look like a belly button. <laughs> <laughs> look like Chewbacca's cousin. <laughs> <laughs> what? <laughs> uh, I can't do the first nation. It's uh, shit. Yeah. So, uh, Jamie, what's your uh, what's your basic choice, mate? What are you playing? Uh, I got a Thunderbird. It's an uh, Epiphone because uh, I'm nice. fucking yeah. I'm not rich. 
Um, but it's just like the gothic one they did. They don't make it anymore. My it's like a matte black one, wasn't yeah, it? I, yeah, I got a... Um, I got off my did 20... it have a cross on it? Yeah. Yeah, I'll have another one as well. Or a Celtic cross. I got off my 21st birthday. And my, like, my dad's bass player as well, but he had to fucking like hunt all around the fucking state for it because obviously it just discontinued. So, um, but yeah, it was like, so I got that. And I was fucking stoked and I got like a identical white one at home. So I got both those. Oh, nice. Um, I just, I just love um, the T-Birds and Firebirds as well. I just love the shape of them. Yeah. And um, my white one's pretty much, it's just Gibson, except the body is Epiphone. So, yeah. um, Have you got a favourite uh, like rig that you, you, if you can play through a particular bass rig, have you got something that you... Just as long as it's fucking big and loud. Like, I don't, obviously could not give two shits. But, like, because I got, like, a, a big Marshall one at home, and, like, and it fucking weighs, like, 100 kilos. Like, it's fucked. Like, so I can't, you know, take that to gig. So it's, like... Um, oh, I, have you got an old Marshall, like, the old... Yeah, because my, my dad's been fucking a muso fucking since he was, like, 15. So, like, around Perth and stuff. So, um... Got one of those old English ones, eh? Yeah, he fucking yeah brought it over from England. Like, yeah. imagine the fucking Just like. Just behind you there, there's a, a red Marshall, and it's actually got Jim Marshall's signature on it. Oh fuck yeah! Yeah, fuck you can yeah. just make it out; it's still there. But that's a they he bought out a real limited edition of those red ones, and they just acquired it. But um, the old Marshall stuff, like that, I think that's nearly nearly forty years old. That cabinet. Fucking hell. And it sounds mint that that head over that cabinet like. That's it's the weird thing that like amps don't seem to like, as much as you might fucking drop them and they might start like fading and colouring. The, the, the quality doesn't seem to drop, no. which is like the weird thing. Yeah, but we're like yeah. we're like guitars are complete opposite. Like you know they could start to lose quality, uh, start to lose you know sound and like you know it might start sound uh, shit. Some, but like, I mean, like obviously yeah, the cheap ones. Some. If you were to go buy a fucking like a hell expense like a five thousand dollar fucking. Ibanez or something, you hope it wouldn't fucking do that. But well, I got a custom tell out there, and it's made it's it's older older wood. I think it's the timber, and usually they're too bright. It's the one, the third one from the, yeah. Like, yeah. the middle, edition. yeah. And it's got a couple of humbuckers in it out of a Kramer, out of a nineteen eighty four oh, Kramer. And usually they kind of it was too bright, but. I've had that for nearly 20-odd years, and, and it's now just starting to sound right. Well, so it's weird. Sta- it's starting to... Yeah. It's just, like, I've had it for ages, and I wouldn't play it much, and it's just, like, pain in the ass because you stand within 10 feet of your amp, and it'll be... Yeah. Okay. Just take off. But it's only just starting to get dense, and the timber's starting to get off. Yeah. Yeah, and it's just starting Fucking to sound nice. right. So... Guitars are—they're uh, a funny beast. Um, that bass down the end is a a, a wenge or a wenge uh, bass, so they they soak the timber in, uh, in a swamp or they put it underwater yeah. to to get get it really well, dense, you know. And I heard that spilling beer on your guitar can make it sound different, but you know, porous, people shit. It's porous, so. yeah, for sure. Um, How the fuck do you do that? Yeah, I I do it pretty easy. <laughs> Oh, like I get accidental, but intentional. I'm like, fuck you. Oh, you, you wouldn't intentionally bore pee, uh, sorry, pour beer. Bore. But you get linseed oil, yeah. and you get a few oils that you can rub in your guitar. Um, I've got an old mate that's about 22, 23 years old. And every every 10 years or so, I'll give it a real good oiling. Yeah. The danger of doing that is making it so thick. It's like dropped out. Oh, no, it feels like it has. Uh, so thick that it it makes it too mellow. 
Yeah. You, especially a spruce top on an acoustic, you want bright and pretty bright and, and playable. But yeah, but the, the difference between a high gloss guitar and a, and a, a non glossy one. Is usually fairly huge. So. That's like my um my white one. This is like fucking head to toe and like like paint. There's not like the only bit of wood you can actually see exposed is like on the fretboard. <laughs> like yeah. they've just and it's like all well, like one um one body like one piece and. But then got a glossy guitar and you sand it all back. Completely different sound. Yeah. It'll have a completely yeah. T- but see, like yeah, the pickups are all Gibson. Like every all the hardware, like everything's Gibson in it. So it'd be like it it sounds good, but the only problem I had with it is like I've haven't replaced the strings in fucking since I got it like for four years and they were just all shitty so now I put like thicker gauge ones we play in um, C sharp um, but now I've got to like get all the fucking um, the bridge all like filed out so the strings fit in it properly because it's currently just floating on it which so if then... you're playing C sharp do you have to what gauge strings are you throwing on a bass and, and what gauge strings are you throwing on a guitar I'm using I think it's 10 to 52s the Dario's yeah. yeah, I can't remember the gauge. Mine were used for pretty much five strings, like. So about around fifty-six. Yeah, strings. so, but I could only play four. Cause not like, I know I like I got a five string, but oh, I'm not sorry, I'm not big on it. So. One hundred and thirty, one hundred forty-six. Yeah. yeah, right. It's um, C sharps. A, it's a weird one, isn't it? Like yeah. it's a lot of bands do it to get that real heavy, grungy. We started off in standard, like a lot of the stuff like he wrote originally was just all purely in standard. It might be like the odd drop D one, but <laughs> my voice couldn't handle it. Yeah, because obviously yeah, singing it's like, oh, this sounds fucking off. And then you put it down to C sharp, and obviously a comfortable key singing, and even like playing in drop B, I feel really comfortable singing that as well, like yeah. holding notes and like keeping consistent notes. Okay. I, I love drop D. We're we're going through the motion of now. We want to do some songs standard, some and others, but it's just a pain in the ass with mm. short key. I think like, yeah. like drop B and drop D is almost it's almost really lazy because it's just like it's barred power chords like. Yeah. But it's thick. Yeah, it's, it's good sometimes. Oh, I mean, like if music's thick and it's got a groove, mm. you just can't go wrong. No, yeah. no, fucking no. Yeah. Like, groove seems to go with drop tunings for some reason. Like you know, you can just listen to a song until they played that in a drop tuning, not just tune down. You know, fucking. <laughs> like, I don't know what it is. Like, you can just, you can just hear it. Like, that they're not. I don't know. But yeah. Today. <laughs> Today. Get it out. Yeah. I don't know what I'm saying anymore, eh? That's good. What day is it? Keep not saying what you know. You're not saying that you don't know. He's gotta say shit like you know. The queen is a lizard. <laughs> the queen's a lizard. David Icke was right. <laughs> So uh, with the lyrics of a lot of you, who does the writing? Are you, do you do the you do the Us too, yeah. yeah. So you guys are like the you, you're the you're the culmination of of immolation scene. You guys are the creative aspect of it, and the boys just put the icing on the cake with that. Yeah, like yeah. it's just uh, it's, it's very normal in a band to have. It, like I didn't really probably explain it very well before, but like it started off like so once me and Alex decided that we want to start like jamming again we only like sort of originally like you know we just do a three-piece it's easy to organize like because um i think before like so there was a time at tafe where the band became five-piece yep. and that was just it was, that was fuck it's probably the worst decision <laughs> we've ever made like to like run the band because like the so he, he jumped purely just on vocals and then played the odd i think acoustic guitar for me one yeah. of the songs yep. and the guy who then replaced alex and guitar lived literally like around not even around the corner like next to the tafe like i don't know if you've been there but it's like 
the Leaderville building and there's like a group of apartments and this guy lived in the fucking yeah. apartments and he yeah. was fucking always late or just wouldn't show up but then you'd <laughs> Ten walk metres away yeah and you, then you walk out of tape going home and you'd be sitting out the front having a fucking dart and you're like what the fuck are you doing cunt like yeah. he just like was not motivated like obviously I don't know if why he even went to tape but, fucking um, love the guy but oh no he's a fucking good dude but <laughs> but it's hard like that's the thing like when you're in a band like, you pull a band together it's it's a relationship. It's it's. I, I I try to explain to my wife that it's like having a girlfriend. Yeah. Like it's mm. you. You're in a relationship with them. You're not shagging them, but you're yeah. doing music. Yeah, you're no, fucking no. And you have to talk about stuff. It's you like have a, to get on. You're gonna go through the days where they just don't want to do stuff, and you gotta ring them up and go, you know, what are you doing? Like, you know, we need you, and you know, and it's you have these moments, and it's. It's the dynamics different, but it's the same. It's like, like yeah, like respect, a like, essentially like a family. Like oh, it's, it's, all, it's it's almost hard, like it's a hard gig. Also man. like brothers, but I think we're more likely cousins if anything. Like, but uh, <laughs> we don't fuck nothing weird. <laughs> but <laughs> not yet. Not yet. What? Yeah. Yeah, Alex has got hopes and dreams, man. <laughs> don't just go shoot them. Down. Is that you and me window at night time? <laughs> 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 but uh, <laughs> no. But um. But, <laughs> But no, so yeah, originally we're like, yeah, three piece. And then we, like, Alex showed me demos he did. And then, um, like, so he'd have two guitar tracks and one would be like a solo, yeah. then rhythm guitar. Yeah. I, I have one, but I'd still no, play solos. Yeah, but then I was like, <laughs> but you still need the, like, the like the guitar there. So then that's when we then, because I, like, I played footy with Dylan fucking, well, yeah. back when we were 13. And then I, like, he always just post guitar videos on Facebook, shit like that. I was like, you know yeah. what, fuck it, YOLO. And then he, you, when he fucked two chicks in one night, that was the oh, icing yeah. on the cake. We fuck, we needed him. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. We like yeah, we needed him more than he needed yeah. us. So how can we sing about How can we even be like a, a you know like we we're, we're a rock band? That's what we are. We're a hard rock band. country core. Yeah, fucking like how can we be like anything like Kiss if we don't have anyone in our band who hasn't fucked two chicks in the same like in one night within like an hour of each other? But I think actually looking at that poster up there, I think Paul Stanley's fucked at least six, six to six to nine. Oh reckon, yeah, but eight like, in one night, he's no, not even one night, one sitting. But he's like they've just been lined kiss. up, and he's yeah. like, he's just gone he's fucking like, just like in and out, like. Over. <laughs> if we were in Kiss, we could do that, no problem. Maybe not like 2018. You I know? don't think my fucking feet could take stilettos like that. You can though. One day, Jamie. Like, my, one day. My ankles are breaking looking at that shit. Like. Yeah, it's a. Uh, <laughs> they're, they're, oh, I, I, I don't know. I reckon there wouldn't be enough latex and and, and stuff in the. Oh, oh no, it's not latex. It's lycra, isn't it? Is that is that like, picture be, drawn or is it a photo or like with like cell painted. shading? No, it's a, an old painted. I was like, because fucking Paul Stanley looks absolutely fucking ripped in that photo, and I've seen him like. He's not that ripped. Nah, no way in holy hell. He's that hairy. Oh no, fuck yeah, he's a fuck. He's a hairy monster. Like he's not human. Have you noticed Peter Chris always looks disappointed that he's a cat? Yeah. <laughs> I was thinking like we should dress no, up no, as. No, no, no. He's just totally in character because cats like just don't give. Yeah, no, don't give a shit. Yeah, no, yeah. that's true. That's fucking, a good point. I was just thinking, like, we got this a gig this Saturday in the 27th fucking railway hotel. It's, um, like, a pre-Halloween thing. I was like, we should dress up as Kiss. And I was like, Axel probably won't appreciate having to dress up as a cat. He'll look just as depressed as Peter Chris does. Like, yeah. That just reminds me of being a furry, though. Like, pre, pre-full-on, like, kitted-out furry. Yeah, he... Peter Chris was an emo girl before emo girls existed. Yeah, no, fucking oath. I don't know, have you heard Beth, though? That's a fucking good song. 
Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I think I've heard of Kiss, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I kept asking to listen to Black Diamond, and you're like, no, I was, yeah, a, nah. I was a bit of a Kiss fan when I was younger. And then oh, the, no, I fucking started on they, Kiss, they eh? came out with that, God gave rock and roll <laughs> to you. And I'm like, what's happened? Crazy, oh, no, oh, crazy. no. They, they have, they watched, have they watched some kind of monster by Metallica? <laughs> have have they watched anger. that? Is that what's going on? Yeah, even though they were in the reverse order, that come out before that, but... Yeah, it was a bit... Uh, Maybe they time-travelled. You're right. Like... No, I think like they just had all this awesome stuff, and then they went, time for a power ballad, dudes. But it's not even a powered ballad. That's what we're doing. It's just like... <laughs> Have you got a power ballad? I'm working on one. We six, had, eight timing. I was, the old band I had, black, well, Blackjack, we had a power Four, ballad. And it ramped, it ramped up to the triples of the... At the end. It was so... Uh, so run to the you always need one, room. like when you're recording an album, just like the slap it in the middle somewhere to really separate, you know, break it up, separate the men from the boys. Yeah. Convince the court that you have feelings. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. So what's uh what's on the horizon, boys? What are you uh what are you planning on well, doing? Fucking playing footsies with me, are we? Yeah. Maybe some sexual intercourse. Besides the sexual intercourse amongst yourselves. What's happening? Are you guys, are you, getting, are you recording? Because I remember you said before mm. that you're very reluctant to put anything out unless it was awesome. Yeah, no, fucking no. I think that's great. Um, yeah. Are, I, you in the, are you in the middle of doing that or? Yeah, yeah. like right in the middle. We need we need to track drums and vocals. We've done it completely mm. backwards. Yeah. <laughs> like normally you obviously track drums first and uh, then. I reckon it's a, I actually think it's a good way to go because you get more feeling. I know this sounds weird. You get more feeling when you do the guitar parts, and I've always, when I've recorded, I've done an acoustic version of it, mm. and I've played it acoustic, so it gets because in the acoustic version, you get the rhythm, yeah. you get the feeling of the song, then you throw the electric guitar in there, then you put the bass in, then you go do the drums, and the drummer gets it because he knows where to put yeah. the feels. Yeah. It just seems to. Oh, I've always done that. Then I pull the acoustic guitar out, and everything's there because it's. Played yeah. along with the acoustic guitar. Okay, it's but actually I, a really good tip because it it gives the drummer like where the, yeah. the stops are and the the chicken and, scratches. And, and, yeah, and exactly. Shit. So if yeah. you've got like you you play it. Oh, yeah, if you've got like, like a sick fucking breakdown or something, yeah. that's like an essential Don't part of the song. Down, yeah, down, fucking down, like on acoustic. Yeah, no, I feel mm. that now. And yeah. then all of a sudden you're like, oh yeah, I feel. It. And then you, you get it. You know what I mean? It's it's easy to play along with. Yeah. And then you pull the acoustic guitar out at the end, and it's there. Even like um like if you just think of something on the top like off the top of your head, recording just the microphone, like the um recording a take of the vocal track, like just you know humming your thing or whatever, and then figuring it out later on an instrument if you don't necessarily know how, like they can lead to like some of the, I mean in my opinion they're the best riffs I've written, but you know other people is there not necessarily, but if I can I think. That's probably the way I've written the best riffs I've ever made. Well, like, if you're humming, it has to be melodic. Yeah, exactly. So but you, you, um, then, then your riff is a melodic riff. Yeah, exactly. And yeah. melodic riffs tend to be the p ones that people remember. Yeah, we tend to stray away from chord progressions and always play melodic riffs. Never heard of them. But like, it it kind of falls into like it becomes kind of thrash metal then because like. Because it does that, yeah. Yeah, I'm trying to sing at the same time, so naturally there's lots of opens, and then lots of opens leads to lots of in-betweens. It's like, <clears throat> with writing, um, 
it's one of those things we never really like set out to like you know let's play this and we'll play it in this genre you sort of just write and whatever however it comes out is how it fucking comes out if you write three different songs in three different genres like, you know fucking hats off to you you know yeah. well I think anyone that goes out and says oh we want to write a power ballad uh, and I want it to have a breakdown and I want it to go into a minor seventh it doesn't happen no one ever, <laughs> no one ever writes like yeah, that no, it, yeah. it does, you know they, they tend to go like they start jamming on a guitar go, oh I like that and I've seen it I've, I've seen it so many times people go oh and then they play something they accidentally do something oh man that actually sounds pretty wicked yeah like, hang on and then they play it again and they go no 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 it's Look, I, I reckon people that go into the, I'm in, I'm in the writing process, and I'm trying to channel Megadeth, and yeah, uh, fuck that. and, and, and I'm, I'm trying to channel it, and I, and I want to have, you know, some really good chugga chugga, and, and followed up with some really nice open, airy court, a fucking wankers. <laughs> yeah. Because people just go, they, they just sit at home and they play, or they, they might be in a studio, or wherever they are, and they just, and all of a sudden they go, oh, I like that, oh, I like that. Yeah. And then all of a sudden they go, oh, yeah, and then next thing you know, they go, oh, what will I add to that to make it go right? And then that chord, nah, that chord, nah, that run, then oh, that works, all right, so I've got that. And people build it, and everybody writes a song the same way. You get these people just going, no, I want to, you know, imagine fucking fluffy white clouds, fuck off. You, it's, it's, it's a process of accidentals and trying, and that works and that works, which often leads to people writing in a lot of majors. Yeah, if you know what I mean, like a lot of majors. Yeah. Well, it's like before we came here, he was showing me something on his computer, like um, which is like three riffs that we've written. Yeah, like we've got like different a, songs. Yeah, so. like we've just had like you know archives catalog, you fucking call it, and it's just like crammed together because they all work well together. And then, like, what he was showing me, I was like, this would be, this is going to be fucking awesome. Just need lyrics for it now and probably to get the rest of the boys to learn it. And then, fucking knows, we've got another song so on our hands. You, do you cut them up <coughs> and build them and make songs and just go, right, boys, this is what we're going to play? Or Actually, is that the way you guys work? Yeah, I kind of, like, I write most of the instrumental, then I kind of show it to the band and let them, you know, tell me anything that's wrong with it or anything to add to it, shit like that. And then kind of go from there, then build the lyrics after that, usually, unless there's, you know, good lyrics beforehand. Just but like, we just got, like, a fuck ton of both riffs and lyrics, like, yeah. ready to go. But, I, like, we've done writing sessions before where, like, you know, fuck it, we'll dedicate this day, I'll come to your house, we'll fucking write. And I think maybe one of the four writing sessions we did were actually constructive, and the other times we just sat there talking shit or playing yeah. Xbox or something but, dumb. I think the talking shit and stuff is constructive still because it kind of gets like, you know, you, you kind of, you know, you know the ideas of the other people in your band and stuff and you form this kind of, you know, you form a separate kind of uh, mentality to yourself. You form the band mentality in which you write fair, lyrics. Would it be fair to say that... Uh it's very important, and, I, and I've always said this, it's very important to be friends yes. yeah. in a band because that dynamic and that, that love of each other, getting all fucking soft cocky, that, <laughs> that love of each other, it, it shows when you play. Yeah. yeah you know what I mean? And, and the thing is too is that if you can ring up a guy and go, dude, come around, I really need you to come around. Why? 
I've written the best roof, man. Get your ass around here now. Like if you, but if you're not on that level with a guy where you go, oh, hi, Jeff. How you going, mate? Uh, what are you doing this afternoon? You know, like it's a different conversation. Yeah. There's only a chance of you popping around. I've written this really cool riff. Like that's just, you want to go, fuck Ed, what? Get around here. Fuck, I've written this best riff. Get your phone ass around, see in five minutes. Fuck off. Cool. It's like, that's, that's, that's tight. You know, like that's, that's the yeah. friendship you want to have. Like we'd play. And, and it shows in your music. Like I swear, the boys from Blindspot, great mates. They all love each other. They get on great. It shows when they're on stage. You know, like I swear they sleep with each other's wives. <laughs> like, they it shows when they're on stage. Like it's it's really because yeah, there's like periods where like you know it's only Xbox, but I talk to Alex almost every day on Xbox. He's playing GTA, talking shit, talking music, and like other um, a friend of ours called uh, uh, Kamikaze. He's yeah, uh, let you no know, producers or electronic music almost. He's a fucking sick car. We just sit there talking to music and just each other's lives. Like that's obviously. A, really good way got to know, know Alex a bit more and then is he involved with the band at all uh, no nah, not really he's just he, like a probably yeah. a good mate with this like a, he, he doesn't good. share the same views that we do in case of anyone you know he's a like a friend of the band but he's not like a, he's not like the fifth Beatle and like that <laughs> yeah. <It's> like <laughs> good way to put it yeah, yeah right. but no yeah so this is like and then even like yeah with Dill I just, oh, and just driving to rehearsals and like you know going to his house before like jamming at 6.30 like we just talk shit like we all I don't think anyone hates each other unless we all secretly hate each other or someone secretly hates the other person but we you know pretty good dynamic we don't there's never like an awkwardness around it or about it yeah but uh, no it's good that's awesome well it's come a long way since I thought Alex hated me four years ago but <laughs> oh yeah man fucking oh Jesus this guy and his mate was my haircut I'm, wasn't trying it? To, I'm trying to read into what everything you said tonight in that comment but so you guys met at TAFE. Yeah, yeah, correct. And you thought he hated you because he sat in the back and he was like psycho. Oh, oh no, I, I did hate him. Yeah. No, oh, like I, no, yeah. I can almost guarantee you that he hated me. Yeah. I remember in year seven when I first went to school, I walked into class, sat behind behind a girl. I can't remember her name. I remember a friend. We'll call her Michelle Tiffany. Roberts, but well, Sarah. Let's, let's call her Jeff. Uh, <laughs> all right. And, uh, oh, I know. Jeff just turned around and went, "I hate you." Oh. I was like, I don't fucking know you. <laughs> have you got this? And I started asking myself all these questions. Have you got me mixed up with someone else? Do you really know me? Do I stink? <laughs> oh, Did man. I shit myself to that? Well, I was just asking myself all these questions. I don't think you should ask yourself that. <laughs> Jeff turned out to be a wanker. So it's all good. Yeah. Women. Women. Or men. Or Jeff. It's Women called Jeff in particular. <laughs> Even the some men. Kind of There's probably only one in the world, and this person exactly like knows exactly who they are. I've like, met one Jeff in real life, and he was probably the worst person I've ever met. How do you spell met. it? G E O F F. It wasn't, you know, yeah, you never the old met school the Jeffs. Yeah, old school. Yeah, old school. Yeah, they're not even like modern can't spell Wait, was, characteristics. Was the one for the Wiggles with the J? Was that with yeah, the J? Yeah, he was with the with J because he was a good so. guy. You know, yeah, no, good guy. Yeah, guy I met couldn't even return home because I don't know he was scared fucking like to go back to his home state because of his family or his friends or whatever. So it makes you think. But uh, you know, no more detail. I know lots of Jeff, so it could be any of you guys. <laughs> I think I know one. It was like my mate's dad. Only one, yeah. <laughs> and he had like a really thick English accent and only my dad could understand him. <laughs> I've, got, I've got this thing, like, if I can't think of a name, I just say Jeff all the time. Yeah. yeah. And, One's Brenda. And like, when my daughter was born, we're in the hospital and um, 
the the midwife had Kiki, my daughter, and she looked at me and she's like, oh, and they have to ask you what's her name. I don't know. It's just protocol. And you've been there. You've, you know what I mean? Like you've you've okay. got kids yet? No, I was fucking around before. Yeah, all right. Oh. <laughs> I can know. I've seen there movies. Goes my, there goes my family program. <laughs> Spewing. No. So anyway, when you when you have a child, you, you're in the hospital and they'll ask you, what's your daughter's or what's your son's name? And and I have a daughter and, you know, they go, oh, and I don't know why they ask her. I think it's to see if you're okay. Um, to see if you're with everything. Or, yeah. You know, because guys pass out and do some weird shit when they see their wife give birth. Yeah, it's like I've got to go back there again. I've got no sympathy. One. You know what I mean? Like they're just some weird shit. So, so she's turning around. She said, "Oh, oh, it's just Kiwi. Oh, she's she's a she's a lovely girl. And uh, oh, what's her name?" And I went, "Oh, uh, Jeff." Because <laughs> I was always say Jeff. Megatron. <laughs> Megatron four thousand. Uh, she's, oh, she's gone, Jeff, and she went, "Oh, uh, it's a girl." I went, "Oh." Yeah, Jeff with a J. <laughs> yeah. Oh, Jeff's a good name for a girl. And she went, oh, um, are you okay? And I went, yeah, I'm fine. She went, uh, are you sure? Jeff? And I went, nah, nah. <laughs> I feel like the, the yeah. last thing you want to do after you fucking miss the shit out of a kid is just like, you know, what am I going to call like the little cunt? <laughs> I, like, I, I like how naive you are and think that they shit the kid out. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I flunked yeah. our sex ed. Oh, it was too full on for me. Man, <laughs> I, I both really got a piss and I really kind of want to smoke. Do you guys care if I pop out for five minutes? Like, <laughs> I, I'm going to have to pop out to piss have, regardless. Do you, do you want to have a break and we'll come in and we'll uh, yeah, we can talk do that. about some music and then we'll wrap it up. Uh, too easy. Oh, that'd be lovely. <laughs>
Fellas, uh, we just had a little break down. We listened to your song. Yeah. yeah. Ooh, hope what, you're not what, offended. What did you think? I thought it was awesome. I really like the, uh, I like the middle bit. I like the way it sort of uh, it happened in the middle there. Yeah, no, the solo. No, the solo is pretty sweet, eh? Yeah, it was uh, the way it broke down and the solo. Yeah, it was nice. Yeah, no, it was good. I appreciate yeah. that. I like your guys' sound. You actually, obviously, uh, yeah, you have got a bit of a bit of Australian in there. But... Yeah. Uh, Ah, nice work, man. I'm, I'm looking forward to more. And I'm going to see more, obviously. That's weird. I'm an and we're just talking about, you know, your roots and where you play. And you guys were saying earlier that you've played a fair bit at the 60-30. And it's kind of like, it's going to be your, it's like home base. You know? Yeah. Like, yeah. You know, so it's, it's somewhere where you can go and, you know, like every, every good comedian likes a place they can go back to. And it's where they can try new material and they're comfortable and, their comfort zone and yeah. you're just saying some really nice things about about the venue down the road the the 60 30 about how you guys you know you've played a few gigs there and you feel that if you ever become stratosphere type yeah more yeah a supersonic band that you can more than a pub go, band yeah <laughs> that that 60 30 is where we all kicked off you know and i was talking about how i grew up in newcastle playing things like the jolly roger and a few other places in newcastle that were awesome yeah. venues you know it was good to play there so but yeah it's like you know, thinking before it's like imagine playing at um you know what's a big festival now like <laughs> rock, rock and ring whatever the fuck it is like playing one of those venues but then how much would you miss like you know the simple like nightclub or pub scene where it just it's so simplistic you know 
you like you just come in there and you can almost there's people standing like you know from me to this mic stand away like you know that's like it's awesome like, to see the expression on their face except you know yeah. when you're on a, a big fuck off stage and there's cunts fucking like you know you know as much as they might be thousands of meters away you're like fuck they're here for us but then the people in front of you are still like 100 meters away and you're like, well, I can't see their expression. I see people bouncing. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. They're going to be on fucking pingers or some <laughs> weird shit for all we know. They're not actually not listening to the music, but... Booing sounds just as good as cheering cheer. from this distance. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But no, like, so yeah, I think, yeah, well, like I was saying before, like, if, you know, this ever takes off and we uh, become uh, the, the next big thing, the next metal, I highly doubt that. When we become when, the next sorry. big <coughs> thing, yeah. When we become the next big I think, yeah, the, the 60-30 could almost take a lot of credit in that and say, like, you know, we gave these guys a start. Actually, that just reminds me, we never got into why you guys called yourselves the, immol- is the immolation scene. Yeah, that's yeah. it. So It's not really an exciting so for, story, so though. No, nah, well, I want to hear it anyway, but... For me, when I think of, like, as a punter, when I think of the immolation scene, to, I always think when, is, is correct me if I'm wrong, because you guys will know, does immolation have anything to do with burning? Well, yeah, in a modern sense, it, in tradition, uh, the word means to just kill yourself in a sacrificial manner. I don't think it even means to kill yourself in a sacrificial manner. Like self-immolate. Originally, yeah. it's like it comes from a Latin word to like to make something holy, like to bless food with like a sacrificial sprinkling or something. But so it's become to kill yourself in a sacrificial manner. And then the independence of India, I believe, the all the monks and um, you know people devotees and stuff burning themselves alive, meditating. That's where the the fire with immolation comes from, and you know if that's the modern meaning, then that's that's what we're about. We're about killing yourself for sacrifice, and if it's about fire, then you know so we'll, we'll do fire. Because <laughs> the image I have in my head is that the monk, which I think is on the yeah. Rage Al- Against the Machine, Rage yeah, against the machine yeah. Well, that's what like, our logo sort of and based that, off. That was immolation to douse yourself in fuel. Yeah, I think yeah. that was in protest of the Vietnam War. Potentially, I think it was one of them. Independence like, for India from English colonization, maybe. Was it India, I thought it was Tibetan. It could be Tibetan too. Yeah, I thought it was the independence of Tibet against China. Yeah, but um, actually, it'd be something for the folks then to look up. But it's I think Tibet. I think that's what it was. Yeah, yeah. 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 Meditation Buddhism is more akin to Tibet than mm. India. Yeah, but yeah. So then, like, I can't, can't remember who even came up with like our logo, but um, uh, Taylor or Sam. Oh yeah, no, I think I asked him one, of, like one of them too. I asked one of my mates just come up with the logo, and then shout out to the whale howlies, <laughs> sit cunts, sit cunts. But um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I think yeah, I asked my mate Taylor to do it, and he's like, yeah, no worries, and then came back to us, and oh, he had like the, the old English font. Well, going yeah. with the name, like it looked fucking mint. Yeah. You know, we we you know, old English. You know, it's you know it's metal, metal. <laughs> goth, it's emo, it's all of those things. So all we of had the above. To, yeah, we couldn't do comics. We were close to Comic Sans. It was a, you know, if you've seen us live, you'd understand. <laughs> it was literally a stick figure pouring like a bucket of fire on himself. Yeah, I yeah. Don't know, is that pop? I think lava's right. Like, and you know, Microsoft Paint using the spray paint tool to Isn't do the blood. It's horrible. actually talk about that. Like, how many bands would actually do that? Like, go through the computer and look at all these font options. <laughs> well, I've, I've seen a lot of. We ble- went I've in seen a lot of bleeding cowboy. 
in we, the last We weren't years. involved <laughs> with it. We just let asked someone to do it and they took full reins and then what he sent back we were happy with like the yeah we're, we're kind of like a traditional rock band we we like I, i'm i mean in my own life all i do is sex drugs rock and roll then everything else happens by itself you know otherwise it's just fuck it you know like i don't <laughs> give a shit i just fucking yeah I'm not trying to sound up myself or anything, but you, you know sound we really up yourself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we just do fucking whatever, and then everything else just falls in line. People tell us you should do this, and maybe yeah. we do it, or maybe they do it for us. If you <laughs> sounded up yourself, would probably throw. <laughs> yeah, I've been trying to like muffled. Like I just can't stretch enough to lick my own ass. <laughs> I got like a basketball between me and my dick that's fucking stopped me doing anything. Like you need that. the Marilyn Manson treatment. You remove your rib cage. And yeah, you get your cock a bit easier. Like, you know, the Michael Jackson. I don't know who you Marilyn Manson reckons that rumor came out because he went for ribs with some famous dude, and then that famous dude offered to suck him off in the restaurant. And like it's become misconstrued that he removed ribs to suck himself off. But I don't know, you know, like. So they went for ribs and he got a BJ. Well, how? But yeah, did he, he say? Did yeah, that's, what, that's my that was my <laughs> question. Then, did he didn't receive he the? He removed the rib so he could give him. <laughs> I think he probably then that. came up with that rumor to like straight up. Like I don't think. He, I think what he actually did was he the guy offered to so, suck him off and then he was like, no thanks, I'm gonna force some kids to shoot up the Columbine High School. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, I think that's probably exactly what happened. Yeah, yeah. yeah. he's actually a really like well educated dude. Like yeah. as much as you. And he isn't the guy off that. Show, yeah, oh, yeah, he's he seems pretty. It's not the dude with the glasses off. Uh, I can't remember the show, I know what you're talking about. I've yeah. seen like comparison it's photos. The, the, the something years, the wonder years, true. He's like yeah, a nerdy right. looking, he's like yeah. a nerdy looking, he's not. Nah, he, everyone thought he was that, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he looks the same, like with 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 and without makeup, he's just like paler. Like, he actually looks like a lot like the singer. Off that, uh, yeah, yeah, actually, that, um, he reminds me a lot of you. I think it's, I think they might, I'm not sure with the avatar, it's the eye makeup, they they shave their eyebrows. I think everyone who shaves their eyebrows looks the same. Like, I'm not saying everyone who looks motionless. I'm pretty sure if uh, King Kong Bundy shaved his eyebrows, he wouldn't look like, (laughs) yeah, he he wouldn't look like, um, young Marilyn. People like like to say, I'm not saying this. I'm just saying people like to say that a lot of ginger people look the same, and a lot of the time it's because you can't see their eyebrows, so you can't see the constant expression that is their resting face to give you their basic identity. That's trippy. That's a good thought. Yeah. yeah. Fuck. And eyebrows are a good like they express like most of our emotions. Yeah. Mm. Like if you shave someone's eyebrows off, you find it it seems kind of creepy and creepy is because you don't know someone's intent at the same time you'll never know if they're surprised like, do they want to <laughs> yeah, fuck yeah, me they exactly. want to kill me like, <laughs> like yeah you don't or know just, just surprised constantly surprised <laughs> i'm so surprised Most that i want to fucking kill you <laughs> <laughs> like, like I, I remember it was going back about 18 years ago my old girl bought me a blow-up doll for christmas oh Fucking what a woman! Oh, what a mum! Yeah, I just thought awesome. Except it was a cheap one. Uh, I got a flashlight one year. Have you? I don't know how many more. I, I left it under my girlfriend's cousin's bed. Yeah. I like how that back up is a torch. Hey? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
But uh, yeah, she bought me this blow up doll. And I remember like getting up Christmas morning and uh, going to open my present because I was only like 16. And uh, unwrapped it in front of mum and dad. And should have seen the surprise look on both of our faces. <laughs> <laughs> I've never had a blow up doll. Oh. Sorry. Bye. Yeah. I was selling this one on Gumtree a few weeks back. No one bought it. It's like it's like no one fucking owns a hose anymore. <laughs> hose for hose. It's got a pull we should start a hose. We should start a hose for hose foundation. It was real easy cleaning, wasn't it? You showed me it. We should start a foundation where we give back all the money to the people whose like front yards have snuck into and cut off all their hose for like. <laughs> Things. No reason at all. Like, to be a it's like I, I only need about like you know eight centimeters. Yeah, of, of eight centimeters of hose solely to cut I'm down their water usage for the environment. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. It depends I'm, if you want to be an arsehole. I've actually <laughs> done that myself. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Over the years. <laughs> Not yesterday. <laughs> Back in the day. Not yesterday. Before Not I got no, here, no. I think I was cutting down water consumption. Yeah. No. It was like, I'm removing eight centimetres of hose because it's going to save the environment. One, took a, one time I took PCP and removed eight centimetres of my hose. <laughs> Still got lots left. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. There's, there's enough left. Yeah, yeah there's enough. Yeah. <laughs> that was a good old Rodney Roo joke. <laughs> That's, oh, true. I, fucking, I heard it from um that dude. What's... Um, that rap group, Wu Tang, is it? Oh, the Wu Tang, Wu -Tang clan. Yeah, he um cut the knob of his dick off or something. I don't know. I'm PC. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not what saying he definitely. I, I, this is why where what I'm saying because I believed it. If if he really did it, I'm yeah, pretty sure. Yeah, that PCP is pretty fun. Yeah, I've heard like people eating their own faces. Yeah, I was that, that's that zombie drug, eh? Like yeah, I kind of almost like kind of, the, I think you're thinking was of it, bath was salts, there was but yeah. A heap of yeah. It. There was PCP. There was angel dust. Yeah, um, Angel Dust is a street name for PCP, but it can be other things. Yeah, bath salts is the other. Bath salts, yeah. yeah. That's the other one I was bath salts is weird because it's called bath salts because you can go into a petrol station in America and buy what's labelled as bath salts, and you could use it as bath salts, like real bath salts, and maybe it'll work, maybe it wouldn't. But what they want you to do is smoke it, but they're not allowed to tell you that what they want you to smoke it. Like here, you can go and buy stuff like potpourri or incense, herbal incense, and you can go smoke it. Like they, they say it's just herbal incense and you're supposed to light it and, you know, but um, it, it doesn't make your room smell good. It's supposed to make you high and like... Make you relaxed. If this, this is the closest thing to a community service announcement I'll do, <laughs> but like... I, I thought that fucking, you know, that potpourri, you know, herbal incense, synthetic weed was cool. But, like, it, it makes you crazy. It, it's fun, yeah, don't get me wrong. <laughs> but fucking, it, it will make you crazy. <laughs> yeah, so that, have, you, like, have, have you tried synthetic? Oh, yeah, and it's fucking, it ruined weed for me. Like, it, let that be the takeaway for you. If you try synthetic weed, it will ruin weed for does you, it, and it is not yeah, was good. It chronic? Does it taste different? Well, it tastes, yeah. It, like, they usually, I think they get, a different type of like they'll get a different plant or whatever and then 
put chemicals on that so from they'll there. So add just the THC to it? Is that what they do? Uh, it's not quite a THC. It's a cannabinoid as well. Yep. But I think every synthetic cannabinoid that they've come up with or discovered, I'm not sure if it's just that THC is like this or they haven't made one that is... But, for, uh, you know, I'm not sure if there's science or rumour. I've looked at it briefly. I didn't go into detail. Um, that synthetic cannabinoid, like uh, THC will activate half of, like, a cannabinoid receptor, which I suppose is kind of how it's supposed to be maybe used. Um, but uh, the synthetic cannabinoids have, like, double the reaction. They do the full receptor, or, you know, or double, and they, uh, they can be addictive, from what I hear. But, yeah, they, they like... When you see on TV shows where someone smokes weed and they start seeing stuff and shit, that's what synthetic weed's like. You nah, start that's seeing what weed shit. with a bit of LSD in it does. Smoking the yeah, fake that's shit. exactly what I thought yeah, it was like. Yeah. LSD crossed with weed. It was like very mild we used LSD. To do that years ago, it was fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, the first time I did LSD with weed, I think it ruined my life. But I think it wasn't LSD. It was probably one of those synthetics. I don't know. It like. I don't. I, it's been a long time since I've seen genuine LSD. LSD yep, yeah. that's it. I think it's, it's a probably a synthetic yeah. because just fucking Windex. I, yeah, I've done it a few times, and one time did it, and it was like insane. It was like looking through three kaleidoscopes at once, yeah. and that just made me motion sick. <laughs> it's not. Yeah. Nah, it's like going back twenty five years for me when that kind of thing was pretty big but it was it's been a long time and I, I speak to a lot of guys too that talk about it and they just say look it has been around for a long time like it's a yeah, yeah it's something that just they haven't seen it in its purest form the way to buy it is obviously a lot of people talk about doing it in a uh, in a um, uh, a tablet uh, sorry a, like a tablet form my mic's gone really weird that's a little bit better, but... Eat it. Yeah, I've got to eat it. But um, they used to talk about doing it in a tablet form, but that, like with the cardboard dropping yeah, on yeah. the lever, so... But the vial and Ju- the drops... Yeah, yeah, just dropping them yeah. yeah. Tastes like mint. True, really. Like, I've never liked... Oh, well, you, you, you mix it with something fl- with a flavour. Oh, um, right, yeah, yeah, true. I mean, the LSD component is quite... Flavourless or what? Tastes like chemicals, wouldn't it? Yeah, it's got a chemically taste about but it, but it, you, that's why you put it in something with a, like like a mint taste or a or a sweet strawberry th- or a black currant sort of taste, and yeah. put it in a vial on the way you go. But I always thought it'd be more like a like you know like you don't quite like you know it's there like a taste, but it's more like a feeling than a taste. Like well, a, years ago we used to. Um, have these rave parties and we used to do mm. it by GPS location and send it out to certain people. True. Like we had, we, had, we yeah. had DJs flying in from England to do these raves. Fuck yeah. And, oh, and my job was to set up the lighting and PA oh, for these and it would just be spring and we'd have generators towed up on trailers and they'd be like up at Cable Beach at Broome Fuck or yeah. out in the outback somewhere. Fuck and yeah. people would drive for days to get there. It's and like fucking Bindoon, like 
Do you, have you heard of that? Well, I've done the dirt drags a few times here. Like the, I've I've been out to Bindoon and done certain things. Yeah, you might be thinking of the the bikers. Bike conference. Yeah, though, that's yeah. like they used to put on like huge like. Especially because my, my fucking I've, old man telling me about playing. I've it. played a few. Well, this is a joke. It's actually a gypsy joke. I've played a few of their shows over the years, and same sort of thing. But uh, with these, it was like it was you were sent a GPS location, no dickhead policy. There was it's a bit hard. <laughs> there was a, the it, security. Were is it more like a like in a no dickhead sense? It's like you know, if you fuck around, you will be thrown out. Is that what you sort of? Oh, you get bashed. You get there was a, you'd have five or six blokes that knew their craft, that um, knew how to deal with people, and you fucked up and you. No, oh, no, it's fucking. You, yeah, see you later. If, if, yeah. You don't want to ruin other people's good time. Kinda, you're kind of taken. Away, and you had the option. I'd say to you, "All right, uh, you can leave, and everything's good. You want to play up? Yeah, and get the fuck out. We, we walk ten meters further, and it's going. You, you're not going to feel too good at the end of yeah. this conversation. So it was really, it's kind of like a mafia style yeah. setup, uh, but it really worked, and it was great because yeah. you'd have all everyone loving each other. You had people freak out because there were things going on, um, yeah. like. Like what we're talking about, a bit of LSD and a few other things, but yeah. the big thing was um, the big thing was that the community looked after each other. There was like a security faction. There were people. Everyone had a job, but it went for two or three days, and it was in the wildest locations. And these generators lit up like black lights, and people would just come. And we had DJs flying in from all around the world to to DJ at these events. And for free because this was what their whole thing that they did was was for. This is what the reason they DJed was for events like this, and 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 it was and you'd limit it to about two hundred, three hundred people. And the thing was, the deal was, you came, everybody cleaned up the mess, and the, the, there was no footprint. That was the deal. That we when you left, you never knew we were there. Yeah. And that was the whole concept of the thing. Like it was there, everyone partied, everyone like was awake for three days, just like loving, <laughs> loving the yeah. world. And then all of a sudden, everyone before they came down, when people knew that they were coming down off everything, let's clean up, and then go to your own own place to come down and go through your dip. If you if you've ever you know what I mean, like <laughs> you go through your dip, and 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 everyone went through their dip and. And in their own space and in their comfort zone, and then you get a message three years later. Location, yeah, and you go and here we go again. Here we go again. And I was I was fortunate enough to go to about four of them over over the years and be part of it. And um, yeah, really cool. Like just the cool, probably the coolest thing I've ever done, to be honest. Like everyone there, like you'd, you'd have people that were naked because they were tripping. Yeah, but people looked after them, and um, people danced and just partied. And one thing that got me was that I tripped out, and I said, "Like I can't handle Doof Doof anymore." I said to the DJ, "You play another Doof Doof song, I'm gonna wig out. I can't. <laughs> yeah, I can't handle this concert." they drove me crazy. But then, when but then he put on Pink Floyd, "Learning to Fly." Of that. Well, and then he just went straight and put on a Pink Floyd hit, yeah. learning to fly, and I just went, fucking boom. Yeah. 
Some this are. this is God. Like, I just went, wow. Like, and I've I've been a fan of Pink Floyd for because of that moment. Absolutely, just in a in a moment mentally, and just yeah. boom, Pink Floyd, and, and in the right scene as well. Like we had the sun was coming up on on Roebuck Bay up in Broome, and we're at a bird sanctuary like for one of these things, <laughs> and we're amongst all these red cliffs, and the sun morning had lit all these red cliffs up, and the water was this really weird green color, and the birds were coming in, and he just had learning to fly, Pink Floyd on it just. Full noise, you know, like you're feeling it. It was like, fuck. Oh man. Do people play for like the seventy-two hours straight at these things, or is it just like you know, like well, they, they have set for, time? This thing went for two to three days straight. Yeah, so it's literally just, like DJs will just play for like you know, obviously not one person won't play for fucking seventy-two hours, but obviously people like taking shifts. Or we had we like had FIFO. we had um, rangers come out, police come out. Because you could hear it in Broome. Yeah, but no far. one knew where it was. They could hear this noise, but where's it coming from? And the rangers found us, and they said, oh, you've got to stop. And we went, how do you stop this? <laughs> yeah. You bring out a right. But then they realised the first year, because they happened around the Kimberley quite a lot, they realised the first year they, they were really heavy on us, and then when they realised that this is where all the hippies come to just do this thing, and when we left, it was in better condition than when we went there. Yeah, they turned a blind eye. They kind of just went, "Yeah, we're okay with this." And a few of them actually turned up to the event. Yeah, you know, I've heard that, that a few times. They like people fucking, you know, the the rangers and shit being cool because you know they've cleaned up more than the mess they've made and shit. Like yeah, that. yeah, yeah. That's the trick. That's if you leave a mess, they they got an issue with it. Oh no. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Fuck but no. if you leave no footprint. Yeah. And then what's the problem then? You know, like, that. that's literally, like, you know, even if you, we're talking regardless of the law and shit, the only problem would be that, you know, like, the rubbish is being left to maybe hurt animals or something. You know? Like, if that's gone, then, yeah, like, civilly, there's, there's no problem. Well, we ne- you need things like that. In this day and age, we're getting clamped down so hard on everything. Yeah, nanny stuff. It's like our rock and roll, man. Like, yeah. like, we can't just do it in a backyard. Yeah. We're not doing anything that hurts anybody. We can't say rape, 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 rape in the bum in our songs. That, well, people, yeah, they, they like it at the pubs, but we do that on people the streets. Love a good, people love People mad. That's like, um, yeah, exactly. Oh, we probably like, I mean, what's wrong with a good, <laughs> solid... Raping in the bum. It's not like we're raping people in the bum. We're just warning people about th- the church. It's and from Michael a third-person perspective. Uh, perspective. Yeah. But no, we should probably mention that the second time we played at the sixty thirty, like um, we're on stage setting up, getting ready to go. Like we're practically about to just like, hit the first note and get going, and then fucking Alex's dad comes up to us. He's like, "There's a fucking family here with kids," and we're like, "What?" And then he points them out and, like, they're in the back corner playing pool. We're like, oh, fuck, here we go. Yeah, we don't, like, we're, you know, we like we're res- singing we're res- about this but, shit, we're, but we're still respectful in the yeah. sense. Like, if, like, we, oh, so we start off with the, the song that you featured earlier, Kill Myself. Um, and I feel like it's one of those songs, you, it really separates the men from the boys. Like, if you fucking mm-hmm. don't like it, you'll leave. And if you, like, you know, like, you know, if you hang around, like, you're probably going to enjoy the rest of the stuff we have to play as well. But... Yeah, definitely, yes, you know, if you're a weak cunt, like, you know, that's the whole point of the song, like, if you're a yeah. weak cunt, get the fuck out, we don't want to, we don't want to deal with you, like, I, this is rock and roll, yeah. motherfucker! Yeah, 
<laughs> sex, drugs, and stuff. <laughs> but um, but no. So but yeah, we were really nervous. But then people were like they were fucking cool with it. Eh? They were like, yeah, no, nah, fucking go for it. Eh? So um, I don't know. I think they said, yeah, fucking yeah, sick cunt. I don't, I don't know what they <laughs> said. I can't quote you. But they were really. But they left at some point. I don't know what tipped them over, but like, or it's probably that part of you too. About I think necrophilia yeah. was the line for them. Like, so yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> Good, good on them for I mean, and that's why you're a DT Allen fan because his little antidote, um, his brother Merle, yeah, uh, Merle Allen, who's DT Allen's Hitler mustache guy, Hitler, yeah. yeah. But he he was in an interview once and and he said, <laughs> what's, so "What's your lasting in memory, of your brother?" And he goes, "Well, I, I don't really have any lasting memories. I mean, the only memory I got is." The fact my brother got a blowjob off his biggest fan while he was laying in the casket. And I was just what? Like, I, was like, I didn't know about that shit. Yeah. And I was just like, oh, man, I went like, is, can he get any weirder? Like, really? I was just like, thinking of it like, he had a micro penis. Anyone who knows him, you know, fucking micro penis. Fucking, this is, this is like, who's seen him? Like, who hasn't been to the show, you know? Seen him naked for the first time. Well, like, who's seen him naked at a show before and not been, like, fucking, you know, like, him come up to you and made you fucking do it. It's like, who's going up to him and fucking... Like, a serious question. Good on him for fucking, you know, fucking, like, fulfilling the dream or whatever, but fucking... Jesus Christ! <laughs> Who wants to do that? Oh, <laughs> it's... It, mate, watch... Okay, for the folks at home... Gigi Allen was a punk rocker that really crossed boundaries. He appeared on the Big uh, Influence Seraldo show and he really he knocked them for six. They didn't know how to handle him. He was a punk rocker that really lived by uh, his morals, which were, were nil. Yeah. Um, if you want to listen to a bit about uh, that guy, up. listen to a, a, a podcast called Disgraceland and look up the Gigi Allen podcast that they do about him. Very interesting. Or watch the documentary called Hated. Uh, very interesting about Gigi Allen, punk rocker. Very, very interesting man. He was somebody who was basically put on earth to uh, buck all the current trend. He just yeah. really hated everything that was the normal and but really wanted yeah. to go against it. So we're talking go. like shitting on the ground, then spitting it all, picking it up in his mouth and spitting it over people and shit. I yeah. like this dude. Never heard of him, but yeah. I like him. He is a, a literal influence. Man. I don't want to put shit in my mouth, but fuck, man. Like, if you're that, that devoted, you know, like, or he, I don't think it was devotion to music that made him do it. I think, you know, he just did it. He, he didn't think about it. He just fucking no did one it. Told he not was to do real. It. <laughs> like, I don't agree with fucking, you know, his views and shit, but he, he was real. That, he he did what he wanted. was a a way of expression. He thought he, he, he thought yeah. vile was the expression. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah, he was he was completely full on. Like, he was, he was yeah. yeah. Can't say enough, folks. Listen to it. Check it out. If you want to really like, learn about someone that's completely out there, he was definitely the guy. Anyway, we're being attacked by aliens now, which is a good time to uh, wrap up the conversation because uh, we don't want to be attacked from those tomato heads from... The guys that, that are the attackers, as we call them, the attack of the killer tomatoes. And I don't even know if that fucking made sense. No, aliens alien, come from the ocean. Alien robots from outer space. They're here to rape you in your private place. 
But we've talked absolute shit for a good two and a half hours. But I want to say thank you to the boys from Immolation Scene for turning up tonight and having a cracking, uh, cracking. Well, they let a crack at the uh, the beer fridge. Yeah, he's fucking yeah. emptied you. Oh, out, eh? mate, emptied the beer fridge. What's I, I can't feel the tips of me fingers. Bloody hell, I weigh less than f- something kilos. And like, this is too <laughs> many. This is like, I'm on like fucking, you know, 4.6 BAC, if that's the right acronym. So He's he trying goes, to type gonna, right now. Before <laughs> he goes, we're going to give him a good Japanese whiskey. And, uh, oh, fuck yeah. Fuck and, boy. Uh, yeah, well, uh, but we're going to get off the air. How many guys, eyes in podcasts? Guys, thanks for uh, <laughs> tuning up. It's been an absolute belter. We're smashed. They're the immolation scene. Guys, before you go, uh, what gigs are coming up in the near future? Just blast them out. This Saturday, 27th, Railway Hotel 30. Fucking, uh, yeah. And uh, 3rd, of, <laughs> 3rd of November, fucking That's 60, 60 30. 30. We're the sons of the 60 30. So On 3rd of November. Yeah. Yeah. And then we're playing. Um, we'll try and get down there and. Um uh, come catch you guys before come talk to us. We're not yeah. scary. Yeah. And then obviously uh, spring it on seventeenth November. Yeah, buy tickets. That's a great day out. That's a good day out. No, I'm, I'm actually. Spring it on the seventeenth. Fucking November. excited. Twenty eight dollars presale tickets. Thirty five dollars at the door if you're late and get in there late. But thirty five bucks for twelve hours of good. I'm not going to say good. I'm going to say great music. We've got immolation scene. We've got people like. Extortion, we got Blind Spot, we've got Roses for Ghosts, there's Kabashi, there's. Uh, fuck, just. Who cares? Who, who the fuck cares who's there? Wait, just buy the tickets! 28. <laughs> if you get the pre sale, Alex would touch your dick at the door. I'm he seriously. Will. If you don't buy these tickets, I don't have any other fucking job. I might die in this time. I'm, I'm serious. I'm not fucking joking. He's going to pay his rent. <laughs> So he's pretty keen to get down to 6030 and live it up. It's going to be a great gig, guys. 12 hours of original rock and roll. There's b- Pure there's, awesomeness. There's bands there that have toured Europe. There's bands there that have toured Perth. There's bands that have toured Merrillah. There's bands that have toured Merrillah. There's bands that have wanked in the TAFE toilets. There's bands what? that have wanked in the TAFE toilet. Not there's, us, but... Yeah. 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 There's, there's bands that have... A shoe got pissed on once. True. What? <laughs> Weird. <laughs> All right. They're the immolation scene. Thanks, ladies. Thanks for coming on. Massive night. Anytime. We're, all dr- we're all drunk. Thanks for having us, mate. We're uh, getting drunk with Doug. And uh, my name's Buff. It's actually Jai. But <laughs> your name's the immolation scene. Thank you very much, Alex. Thank you very much, Jamie. Thanks for coming down all the way. From, well, Jamie, all the way from Cockburn. They don't give you Cockburn. It's like an Indian burn, but. Is it? What's that? <laughs> Let me twist that. It's like, no, it's like wringing out a sponge. The 17th, at the 6030, Alex is going to be there to give your cock a right burn. <laughs> oh, yeah, I'll, I'll show you there. burn your fucking. <laughs> Thank you very much, fellas. My name's Jai. You're fucking the Immolation Seed. This has been Stax Podcast. The song that we listened to earlier was. Kill, Kill myself. myself. Kill myself from the Immolation Seed. We're out. Catch ya. Hey, who's hurt, Cobbers? That escalated quickly. Do you feel a bit... Hey, boys. Play the music.